We all have our story, how we got to our understanding of spirituality, consciousness, belief systems, these things that rule us on a day-to-day basis. However, few of us have taken it to the extremes like our guest on this week's podcast. We welcome back Matty Noonan. Now, it's his fifth podcast. I think the last one he did was episode 48 or so. He was part of the original guys that put their support behind the podcast. However, it's been over two years since we sat down. This was the first one we recorded in this series. However, I've saved it till last because it's really a story. It's really Matty's story and how he's come to his understandings. And look, I agree with some of them and I don't agree with some of them. And we do hear that in the podcast. And that's part of what is awesome. Um, <clears throat> that's part of what is awesome about talking to Matty is he wants the discussion. He wants the context. And we're going to sit down again soon and unpack some of this other stuff. However, for this one... We dive back into Maddie's story and we have a rousing discussion on spirituality, consciousness, religion, meaning. And it left me with a lot of questions. This was also the podcast that ended at one o'clock in the morning and I'd been awake for 22 or 23 hours. So I was in a bit of a twisted mind state by the end of this one. So I haven't listened back to all of it and I'm looking forward to doing that to see how I was in that state. I don't have too much more. I want you guys to get into this one. I feel that a bit of Smashing Pumpkins to open up Bullet with Butterfly Wings is appropriate. And we'll finish with I Know You. Just wanted to let everybody know that, again, we're going to break a monthly download record this month by a fair percentage. So to all those new listeners and all the new downloaders, I really, really appreciate your time. A few of the boys have asked, send questions in. We're, having, we're discussing some big things, law versus law with Martin, science and spirituality with Brenda. There's some big conversations that we're having. And the guys have asked, if you guys have got any questions, please let us know. Unlocking the code 9 at gmail.com. You could put it on the Facebook page, Unlocking the Code, or Instagram. It'd be cool to get some feedback, get some questions that you guys want us to talk about, because we can make that the basis of our next discussion. It's interesting times. There's a number of interviews coming up. I've got to find some time for and the things we're going to talk about really affect us all, which is what this discussion was about. What we're discussing here affects everybody. We need to have our own perception, our own understanding of the topics that we discuss. That's it for me, guys. Really appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Stay safe. Be cool. And we'll talk soon. Cheers. The world is a vampire.
boys, this meeting has been over two years in the making. Can you believe it's over two years since you've been in the refinery, Matty? I felt that when I was driving into the roads into your place. Yeah. Well, yeah. See. To, yeah. See. So we didn't have mics. <laughs> you can. You can. You just gotta. You just gotta. Yeah. You gotta take your friend with you. you take your wherever with you, you go. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. 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 So that um. Yeah, it's been a long time, mm. way too long. Yeah, yeah true. although entirely yeah. necessary because the last two years has been a wild ride of <laughs> things and discoveries. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so we want to pick up, and it's quite you know pick up where we left off. I didn't even yes. check what episode number it three. was. So we did three. We did no, we did four. Was Matt in part four? Wasn't it the last mm-hmm. one? No, this is part four. This is part four? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I don't I re-listened to them a little while ago. Oh, did you? Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Um, so That's why it actually prompted you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, a friend asked and I was like, yeah, I've done this podcast. And then I re-listened to them. I'm like, oh, I really want to get back in there and just like yeah. chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got a larger topic that we want to attack tonight. However... We left off with you promising us because, you know, uh, quick recap, you know, you were a very spiritual person. You're at Alice Springs, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you went full atheist for some reason mm-hmm. and we don't know that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're back um, to some sort of spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. And then the larger topic we want to talk to is what is religion versus spirituality. Mm-hmm. However, what – what because you, you tempted us with an experience. What – made you just drop everything and, and turn into an atheist and how did you actually categorize that because it's interesting how can you go from one extreme to the other hmm. that that was my curiosity i remember when we left off mm-hmm. hmm. what did it for me was that my mind is hyper obsessive and problem solving oriented Mm-hmm. And the moment I latch on to something that needs resolution, I don't have the capacity to switch. Well, I do. I mean, I'm not ridiculous, but it's ridiculous enough that it took me ten years before I could let it go. So, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think what you're trying to say is like uh, you have the ability if you mm. think it's gone to a place where it's unhealthy or unsafe. You have the ability to come back away, yeah, yeah. but while it's not hurting anyone it's like let's let's fully explore yep. this thing whatever it is exactly yeah 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 and the um yeah and that happened mm-hmm. with this i just went i i couldn't do what i couldn't complete the logical sequence that i needed to in terms of understanding how consciousness and god could be embedded in all things and how it made a specific leap. Um, Is it the leap of faith? No, no, no. Right. In terms of literal, I'm talking about how can we have consciousness in our mind and God embedded in the universe as a whole? How, what is consciousness and what is God or spirit and how does all of that work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's all right. You, you you're just a rookie on the mic, so you're allowed to bump and, it around a bit. And I guess I guess was there a question? Were you wondering, sort of, is it all is it all one? Was that one of the questions you came along? Like, is are we all 
God? Is God part of well, isn't that? I having am God. a consciousness? I am God, you are God, we are God. So it started like this. I read a book called by Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah, Dawkins. Right. Richard Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, I've listened to quite a lot of his stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I read his book. Uh, the what's the main his first one? Oh, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Jamie, can you look that up? Oh no, we don't have a Jamie. No. Yet. <laughs> oh, and, God and, is not great. And don't there you look go. At, God is not great. Yeah, no, I know. I don't. I <laughs> didn't expect with, you to do I it. I struggle with authors' names, yeah. let alone <laughs> titles of books. Hey, I didn't look to you. I usually don't worry, go with right. like one, two, and three. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, if we had a Jamie, you'd sort of have to like be in the corner there. Like, there's just know, not enough room. There's not enough room. We need to extend the studio. Don't put baby in the corner, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, God is great. Yeah, yeah. No, that, God is not great. God is not great. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. I read his book, and he. I was always opposed to Christianity as a whole. Yeah, because I was opposed to structured religion, um, for several reasons which we can jump into later. But what what came out of that was he put a lot of questions forward in there which I was like they're fairly legit like I actually they need are, to absolutely his to perspective is very legitimate and yeah, yeah it was like, very realistic and yeah. it was it was questions that I hadn't bothered asking up to that point but it was questions that need to be asked yep so it was fascinating like I said my mind's hyper obsessive on things once it gets latched onto it and a um a good friend of the family has like a bioscanning um, machine that she used to use for analyzing people's health and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went in and got it scanned. Bone density and bone density, but biological also age. Health. Yeah, biological yep. age, all that sort of stuff. And this one measured the health of cells and that type of stuff as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I go in there and get this um, scan done from her, and she goes, "Holy Jesus!" I was like, "What?" She said, "The." Last time I saw someone's cell health like this and the the scanner picked it up in this way was this guy who had committed, tried to commit suicide two days before he came and saw me last. So you're in crisis. My system was in crisis yeah, and this right. is only within... Oh, like, so it was bad cell health. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the way you were talking about it, I was like, you were some Adonis in the no, cell health no, realm. No, no, no. My, <laughs> okay, literally, were, my system was in suicide down. because yep. I was questioning... Every single belief system, system you that had, I had yeah. lived right. out of up to yeah. that point. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's a scary place to be, man. Yeah. yeah. And how, <laughs> I had I had that experience when I was about thirty three when I, I unlocked the I had a big massive block around respect, how I actually perceive respect. Mm-hmm. And it was that that was the the um, the keystone, right? I pulled that one out and realized I had to respect myself and then I started doing that. And it's like, well hang on, if that one doesn't work then maybe none of them work. And that's fucking terrifying, man. Like, mm. I remember being in that state. It was before I started the podcast. It was basically mm. the end of that crisis and that reason was the reason we're here now, boys. It's like, yeah. hang on a minute, I need to actually do something. This is, you know, and here we are. This is episode 109 or something. However, it's a, it, that is a, it's a terrifying place to be because at, all at once – it's exciting and it's terrifying because it's like, okay, then if that's not real, then nothing's real. But if nothing's real, that am I real? Then you're like, and you just, mm. you spin out of control and you got to try and make some sort of semblance of order out of we gotta that find, chaos. You got to find something to grasp, some, try and find the most solid thing mm. to grasp onto mm-hmm. so you can build yourself a platform yeah. and then rebuild from there yeah. in your belief structure. Mm. Because, 
if you're going to put it back, you've got to accept that some things you're going to feel more strongly about than others, but you're like, but, yeah. but I need all the blocks yeah, because otherwise it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is in that, in that state where you've got the scan, all the blocks are on the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a mess. So I'd actually, I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last one, but I'd been, I'd begun my process of, um, studying NLP at the time. Yeah, that's where we ended yeah, up. So I remember yeah, yeah, NLP. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. NLP and this all happened at the same time, which yeah. I'm... And that was neuro-linguistic program. Yeah. yeah, it's basically yes. conversational hypnosis. It's learning to listen for the language patterns of people to make sense of what's going on inside their, in yeah. their internal world yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. how they're using language and how that just makes sense of their their map of reality basically yeah Yeah, right and so i was learning how to pull apart my internal sense of my world and then this book landed in my field and i read it and i was like "Ooh!" and so then then i started pulling i read every book i could find i would have gone through like 30 or 40 books straight away on religions every religion i would read read multiple books on all of the religions the the full books themselves um i I watched debates i literally embedded myself in things which is now it's this is how i yeah sorry how this is how i do things now to came out of this process which is that basically i find a topic then i'll buy 10 books on it from different authors Mm -hmm. read all of the books read them all again and then buy whichever books were the best and the authors gave the what felt like a really good balanced view but contrasting enough then i would go and buy all of their books yep all of the author's books yep until i understood their entire frame on a topic how they've put those books together how they've put the books yep. together and by when you read all of their books in a row you get a really good map of their world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how did so out of those books did you, did you was that sam harris was amongst that as sam, well i love sam harris yeah yeah, yeah i actually i he doesn't he's built he's i'm actually subscribed to his podcast but i've got a i haven't listened to him in a little while i must get back into sam he's he's a very interesting dude and mm-hmm. you know he's 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 along with richard dawkins and stuff like that mm. so i'm interested because like i know of those guys that you're talking about that there's you know there's those key 10 or so guys that are the you know there's dawkins harris and the other names i can't remember at the moment but if you if you're doing re- sorry you're right if you're doing religions did you jump on to like jordan peterson he didn't um, exist this is uh pre this pre jordan peterson yeah i was 24 Oh, sorry. So sorry, sorry, like sorry, sorry. This was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're getting old, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is some time um, so I just started on that, and I just yeah. I went into obsessive obsession around first, what is religion, mm-hmm. and what I started noticing when I would research them all because I was fundamentally grew up in grew up my 15 to 24 period was surrounded by new age spirituality. Yep. yep. And the ni- the 20 through to 24 was predominant. I had two female gurus, teachers. Yeah. And the chick I was with who also blew me, my mind open in that period as well. She was female. And so I got this very much a... Uh, 
what I would call feminine spirituality yeah. download, yeah. which was really necessary, 100%, because I was a fucking jerk and had an ego like a, in a different Do I remember category. chocolate milk and 500 gram steaks for breakfast and two Correct. packets of durries and yes. swinging hammers and shit? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like this. Uh, What's the matter with that? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's got the, it's thirty six years, but it's got me this physique. Guys. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Good this at a, cuddling. This is yeah, this exactly. is this is before you. Yeah, is, is a product of that diet. Um, yeah. But it was not just that. It was the it was that I was like a freight train in terms of my brutality in my language mm-hmm. and my approach to people and mm-hmm. stuff yeah, like that yeah. i kind of like to think of myself now as like a well-articulated sledgehammer yeah so, okay that's an that's an interesting you, concept you, in, i like instead that of, instead of really just, like that. instead of just always that's the first sound, but a well-articulated sledgehammer i like that instead of always just hitting with the sledgehammer straight away you can now choose when to when it's necessary yeah, yeah. yeah. Drop yeah. Drop, i can drop to. yeah i can drop truth bombs yeah Subtly, yeah, and you can, <laughs> or I can hit, or you can turn, yeah, you can, can you can turn it up. Or yeah. So yeah. I'm no longer a freight train. <laughs> so I've got a burning question now that has just come into mind, and we might be skipping ahead a little bit, but where is the the masculine spirituality? Because there is a softer side to the masculine spirituality as well. But you're you were primarily downloaded with feminine spirituality. Mm-hmm. That came in, and that was a byproduct of fixing the underlying issues that I needed to fix, and that's a lot further along. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, the so where did you land? Do you, Do you remember where your mind was at as far as what was your belief systems around atheism? Like where Where did you Was it God does not exist Was it Was it very fervent Because you you're, You seem to be a man of extremes So I imagine yeah, Definitely It I was would, You know where, where Where were you at With that Yeah I would I classified myself Until A few years back Pretty much The last episode We did mm. It was Only months Before that That I Unclassified myself If that's a word Um Declassified. Declassified. Yeah. Fuck. Does he use England at all? Yeah. Um, and that was when I came back to, okay, I'm not an atheist anymore. At yeah, well, I think so, that was yeah. that was the basis of how we all got in touch. You mm. wanted to actually tell your story because mm. you'd come back on the, you'd, like the hero's journey, you'd come back to some sort of center mm. from that. So you, you, you actually classified yourself as an atheist. So God didn't exist spirituality didn't exist agnostic we're, atheist yeah we're all yeah. just well agnostic cells. atheist when i say that because the reason for the agnostic atheist is because i was open to it being another way yeah but i was very firmly but but prove me wrong prove me i've uh, i've found a lot of good shit yeah prove me prove okay. this so wrong it wasn't even mm. that my problem was that i had an equation that i could not process and i couldn't find anyone that could deal with the um the problem sufficiently sufficiently yeah. in a way that i accepted because yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. fine if you just want to use that for your justification that's good enough for yeah. you whatever mm. but that's not enough for me because i need I need to make sense of this bit, which we'll get to because it was the tipping point. Um, mm. So what I did is I suspended the idea of God because what what was happening when I was researching all the religions 
is I was finding all of these different areas where the New Age spirituality that I existed within or the context of that was spread across all of these different religions. And mm. it was just like this mishmash of all of them. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to dismiss all of that and start from some other place because mm. I can't accept that mishmashing that they're doing. Yeah. That was setting me nuts. That actually annoyed me more. There was than no anything. focus. No, not no focus. It's that they just literally stolen all of the... Cherry picked. Cherry picked all of the bits that they wanted for yeah. the belief system. Like, I just can't do that. I can't accept that as a... Um, it's like a hodgepodge fucking yeah, mess. Like, and like you say, um, if you trace back, which I, I'm sure you, with your um, research, you would have got to a point where all the dots started to line up to a point where you, by through reverse engineering, you could tell what point whoever created or the people, the groups that created and steered new age spirituality mm. you could tell where they came from and what okay. kind of belief structures they had as yeah. when they started well the thing just by working backwards through exactly. all the things they'd cherry picked they're well, like yeah. they liked this a certain type of person mm. likes that over that mm. in that religion so you can work back yeah, yeah. what yeah. i fit what i found though with the new age spiritual people see i mean i i just i muddled my own way i didn't i didn't i was not religious growing up well i, I went to sunday school until I got kicked out of Sunday school for picking holes in the Bible and then I asked my dad why I had to go and I never went back, basically. Mm. So and I never had a guru. I sort of read all my stuff. But what I saw with the New Age spiritual people, looking at it from an objective point of view, because I was not attached to it, is a lot of these people were Christian. They were Catholic. They were indoctrinated mm. into that as a child and as part of the rebellion of the, the human condition. They moved to New Age spirituality, but in order to give it some sort of structure and normalcy, they would pick and choose the different things that would suit them. And that's how, when you look at New Age spirituality, there's like this and that and this and that and this and that. These people are trying to adapt themselves. They want to do something different. However, they're using the same indoctrination, the same structure that we were actually, it was impacted us as children. I mean, we were... You boys would have had RE at primary school, religious yeah. education. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we, you know, God save the queen and blah, 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 blah. Like, but, but like but like you were just saying, and I can't remember if you were ever in any of my RE classes, but from what you were just saying, we probably all did the same thing. You saw it as half an hour on a Wednesday or 45, whatever period went for, where you got to like pick someone apart. Like you yeah. said, you picked holes in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. I'd pick... I'd, I'd sit there and just be that guy, yeah. you know. I think about it now, and it's that's an annoying person. It is who's just picking cringy. shit. Yeah. yeah, man, it is. It's cringy. <laughs> yeah, it that's is cringy. It. But like, it's, oh, I can't but, believe but I did you can that. Imagine but. as 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 young men, we're like, hang on a minute, that that there's there's fucking holes in that story. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I suppose what you have to create, and what I've, you know, as I say, we're not getting any younger boys, you know. So, and that this is half the reason I want to talk about this. You, you've got to create your own belief system. It's a schism. Schism. It's been a fucking long day. I'm system. On, system. Continue. Thank you. Um, around what you believe, you know, and I think it can you can you be objective and be open, yet what's your base, you know? And I think is that where you came back to? Because obviously, I'm sort of like I've. I've read Dawkins. I've I've listened to a lot of Sam Harris. I've I've listened to all those guys at length, 
and I've got a fairly and I agree with a lot of what they say, but a lot of what they come back to is actually based around Christianity and the the Abrahamic religions, right? I suppose for me, I'm I'm into a lot older stuff than that. Like I'm seeing a lot older stuff than that, and that that sort of base like, when what like like Indian stuff? No, I'm I'm, I'm talking megalithic, man. Oh there, yeah, okay. It, to be perfectly honest, if I was to pick a spiritual culture, it's the global spiritual culture that existed prior to 13,000 years ago, and that's why yep. the megaliths are... But it's actually tied to the planet, it's tied to the stars, and it's actually ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You know what I mean? Like, we are of this planet. Is there a grand fucking space daddy? I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. I was at, when I was in my 20s, someone had asked me, do you believe in God? I'd say, never met him. Yep. That would be my response. Hmm. Never met him. And I, I used to... I got in a fist fight over the Bible once because someone said, I believe in the Bible. And I said, yeah, that's cool, man. Which one? Because there's like 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I went, I, I did that. Yeah. Researched them all. Yeah. I, I went into, I went into full debate because... Mm. Is it internal and external? Like Always. You, yeah. when, I, when I go into full, like, I want to figure this out, I'm... Reading like crazy, listening to every bit of content that I can get in my ears, and then I'm also <laughs> fighting every person that I can fight with it. Does, does it push does it up? Get, against- does it get frustrating though? Like because you're at such a level of obsession to find mm-hmm. people you can argue with that are adequate. That, that are adequate mm-hmm. would be would be difficult. Yeah, I guess sort of, you know. Like, did you challenge I, your I mentors? A while ago because of it. Hey? Did you challenge your gurus? Did you challenge the ladies that taught you everything? Did you go that far? I didn't need to. No, I didn't need to because I knew their belief systems back and front. So you knew where they stood. So I you didn't need to have an argument with them. No. Mm. Yeah. No. And it, there was no need for it. Yeah. I wanted to. I just wanted to butt heads against everything because I wanted to see where my thinking was weak which is what i do with everything i just i want to push up against the boundaries until i find the weak points in my position and their position and then to see what that means once i hit those boundaries yep and so my quest became after the religion so one of the things around the religion um topic just for later context is have we ever talked about spiral dynamics yes yes you we touched have? on yes, it we did, in yeah. the last one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it tonight, but I do really want to do that in a topic. Yeah, yeah. we were going to come back and do that specifically. I think we spent about 20 minutes on it last time. So, yeah, yeah you did do spiral dynamics. Yeah, yeah. it's look, it, once you understand spiral dynamics and the way that it deals with the evolving adaptation of consciousness mm. through multiple um, time periods, but then also within our growth period as an individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you use that context it makes sense of why the old testament was so brutal and the new testament was a bit softer Mm. and why the industrial age wiped out a lot of religion and brought science in Mm. and then why new age spirituality burst forward after the industrial age Um, yeah and then also to where we go from there and based on that so, right, right. Yeah, because yes, yes, yes. it was something like the the fifth spiral or something like that. I'm I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. Like I'm a, having those same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember well, the I'm, numbers. I'm of numbers yeah, and stuff two, like three, that. Four, five. Yeah, yeah, five yeah, yeah, five yeah. is like when you have um, it's 
goal-oriented results. Yes. It's yes, achievement-based. Yes, yes. It's also fact-based and it was the birth of science because yeah, yeah, science yeah. went, well, that's the doctrine, but what's the reality? Mm. Um, so, so, okay, because I feel that the, the religion versus spirituality conversation is, is just bubbling away in the background. Where, so if you were an agnostic atheist, you were challenging people to prove those people that you were researching wrong, or were you challenging them to prove you wrong? Where did you where did you sit? Or you were you an amalgamation of Dawkins, Harris, and all those guys, or did you have a? Because I mean, I can remember the conversations we had, mate. You were having profound experiences. You had mm-hmm. you took the time to go and have those mm. spiritual experiences. What fascinates me is that you went totally the other side. How could you argue against some of the experiences that you had? Mm. That's what my mind's like. Yeah. That's the that's the degree of... Um, that's my capacity to suspend my belief system to make sense. Not only my belief system, but my experience to then ask the hard questions properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to suspend my belief on my experiences as... How would you describe it? I, I was able to push myself into a place where I was like, you know what? Whatever I just had was delusional. Yeah, right. I, I allowed myself to create the space for my experience to have been delusional. That's basically what I did for myself. Yeah, right. And I was like, I will, I will allow that for the sake of... For the sake of the making argument. Making sense of the argument. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting, man. I mean, that that's an extreme point of view. Like, um, and a lot of... There's a, there's a lot of mind control and stuff that you have to apply in order to make that a reality inside your mind or in my body that's what the scan was telling me the scan was telling you you're you're in total crisis i was in full the equivalent of full someone who just had tried to commit suicide like that's what my body was doing because i was questioning myself that heavily it's a crazy mind body connection Mm. isn't it the fact Mm. that like your cells were reflecting that that thought process yeah yeah Yeah. so but the thing about it is, right, so we can go round and round and round, we, we will, and we'll have a, a, a rousing discussion about all the things that we're talking about. But at the bottom line, we don't still don't actually understand what makes us conscious, right? We understand we have an electrical circuit that runs through us. We understand neurons. We can break that down to a certain degree. But how and why, the reality is we don't know, okay? No, I don't really think so. I don't have an issue with that question anymore. Yeah. As in, like, I feel resolved around it. And this mm. was what brought well, me back. Yeah, yeah well, that enlightened well, me. No, no, yeah, what I'm saying from yeah, a scientific yeah, yeah. point of view, mm. like if you look at it from the atheist point, scientific matter point of view, the hard problem is they mm. don't know why we're conscious. And I'm which, saying I disagree with that being a problem and I have my own serious theory on it. But is that, so your serious theory is what brought you back, so it's somewhat mm. spiritual in nature as to why we are conscious. Not necessarily, but it's it, it for me it deals with the hard problem. Okay, well... Let's let's break some new ground. Let's solve the hard problem. This is this is Maddie Noonan, uh, original. Mm-hmm. And it's the <laughs> first time in public, just about. Well, give it give it to us in a shorthand version, because I'm sure 
further <laughs> on where you'd love to break it down yeah, sort yeah. of thing. But like... The, to Let's the, try and give it... Yeah. That, so is there space to move in the future if we, if we want to do a you know yeah. full thing on this? Give us a yeah. briefing. Okay. So the quest became not necessarily does God exist and is there spirit? What is consciousness? Yeah. Because I'm like, you can't even... There's nothing without anything, yeah. Well... Well, I mean, nothing we, without that, should I say. We, we exist within the experience of consciousness. And so, as in our sense of self exists within that. Mm-hmm. And so, it became, what, what is that? And so, I was like, fine, let's just, let's make sense of our body, brain, system, and what it's trying to do as a base rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and lizard brain, like... The whole lot. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, we've got this whole fucking hand. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right, rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a hand talker too. Yeah, you have so. to, no, come, you, you have to you, come back yeah, here. You just, you just got to, you can still use them, but you just got to realize yeah, that yeah, there's a, side. yeah. Um, and so the simple answer is that we only move in two directions. Firstly, movement is our primary. And we only move in two directions from everything. You either move towards things that are safe and welcoming and feed you and mm-hmm. allow you to reproduce. You move away from them because yep. they're dangerous and they want to kill you or you'll get hurt. So that's your... No, that's your base system, yeah. That's your base system. That's yeah. all we do at the end of the day. Yeah. Regardless of the complexity of that, mm. that's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, everything does that. Yep. So... Yeah, that's that's nature. Trees, animals, nature, it's, it's all the it's whole lot. That's all same, yeah. That works at all levels. So we are moving, you know, even down to cells, they're all just moving forward and backwards. They just move into safe spots and away from danger. That's all they're doing. Nothing technical. And that's going on all the way down to the atomic level as well. Mm-hmm. All atoms are doing is just moving towards positive, negative, polarity, and away from them. And there's nothing else that anything that exists can do. Mm -hmm. So everything's operating within this contextual relationship between itself and the other outside of it. Can you simplify it down to like path of least resistance? Do you Mm. think that that's how the universe is operating? Not necessarily. No? No, because in the... When, when things collide, yeah, you're generating out of that. As in, you you need that yeah, polarity. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, so it's you not don't have contrast. You've got nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, con- and you, everything exists within that. We yeah. need that contrast and that polarity. And this actually then builds up later into my theory around male-female dynamics and relationships and how all that works. Yeah. Nice. Because there's a there's a necessity for the dance mm-hmm. yep. there's a, sesi- mm-hmm. a necessity for the negative and the positive and the contrast that that generates and existence is always a byproduct of that yeah mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. true yeah so and, yeah okay so what dictates whether we move forward or away from something and on a simple level it would be our subconscious programming governs whether we perceive something as safe or dangerous. Yep. What's our subconscious programming? <laughs> it's a program. 
It's mm. not actually a, and and you could call it a a pathway of neurons. A matrix. No, not a, oh, no. I wouldn't know because no, because what happens when you do that is you blow out the simplicity of what it is, yeah. and you turn that into an excessively abstract statement, mm. and that makes it seem like oh but, my god, it's some big but, weird thing, and it's actually not. It's a very simple thing of we engage with the outer world as we progressively develop, and from there you build up a base system and then a more complex experiential system that allows us to interact with the world do you do you think there's um i'm trying to just quickly think of the term do you think part of that programming would be biologically through um like memory through dna do you think that that's, that's definitely that's a component, part, a component? For sure. and yeah. this is actually one of the tricky parts i actually just had this conversation with my brother today um because one of the so one of the challenges dealing with healing and subconscious reprogramming is that it's very easy to deal with the surface layer, the stuff that you can just simply remember. Yeah. Oh, I had this trauma and or this yeah. accident or things that happened to you. Yeah, yeah. and you're very aw- consciously aware of them and bring them. You, you know, know, you and feel and a certain way because someone mm. did something. Exactly. Mm. Yep. That's super. You, well, you, easy to you've deal had with. that positive minus. You know, you've had that. You've had that forward back. Yeah. You've had that contrast. You can see it and you can taste it, feel it, touch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's super simple to get to. Yeah. Then the, there's the next layer, because that's on recall memory. Mm. Yep. The next layer is awakening. And to be honest, that can deal with, you know, up to 40 to 50% of the bulk volume of healing work. Mm. We can wipe out a truckload of what you feel pain towards because if it's consciously recallable, then it's likely that it was traumatic enough that it's actually something that you haven't been able to put down. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, it, and it's most likely become incorporated into your belief systems as well and you are actually acting on that as well. Absolutely. So if you're physically acting on it or doing something in reaction to that trauma, yes. then that means you can attack it and you can you can deal with it. Yep. But I, like the hereditary stuff, the DNA stuff, that is... That is oh, next is, level. Yeah. And there's two sides to it, right? So you've got your mother's line, you've got your father's line, you've got that family. And, you know, it, it's I, I got I saved some meme the other day, but it's like in order for you to exist, there was 128 mm. people or something like that that had to copulate for you to exist in this moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if that if, if we're talking about DNA transfer, mm-hmm. that's 128 lifetimes of people, what they experienced, the times that they lived in, what Absolutely. did they actually go through? And that's the deep stuff, man. Like mm. that's, you know. So the, then the next level after um, what you can easily recall is the stuff that you can't easily recall. Mm. So, um, and it, that's that's tricky. When, when, you, when you're talking about pulling up and this was a, a part of what transformed my healing process massively was once I worked out how to utilize emotional responses to current situations to activate because memories are all emotionally correlated and so if you use a specific circumstance in the present and the emotion tied to that experience and you do the right little things to do this you can wake up the original memory in trance Mm. and in the in the way that so are you are you talking about the stuff that we block out for a certain period like not necessarily block out just simply that it was it was it just got pushed down because you, you couldn't possibly have all of your stuff up at once so the, yeah. the the way that our psych 
system works is that we're basically we have the experiences and anything that can't be processed because of it was generally it's because it's traumatic or just hurtful and painful and you didn't have the emotional coping mechanisms to process the experience that then gets taken stuffed down into the psyche and then wrapped in a coping mechanism yeah a a, a psychic coping mechanism and then that lets you keep that locked up but the emotional weight of the of that pops up whenever the circumstance related to it pops up mm-hmm. so you're mm-hmm. saying that we talk about we you know we started this as what is consciousness right so you're mm-hmm. saying that majority of your the product of each of our consciousnesses consciousnesses is is uh a reflection on not only what's happened to us in this life however I mean, look, I mean, there's a couple of directions I'd like to go. Look, we've got reincarnation, we've got multiple dimensions. You know, where do you want to go with that? But if you just want to stick to the three-dimensional here on Earth, if we've got 120 lifetimes or so of differing levels of trauma and belief systems and physical um, anomalies as well, that's the other interesting thing. Like, we all look like who we look like because of our um, predecessors yeah you know and there's certain gifts and failings that come with all of that um and is that their trauma you're carrying on as well yeah so i give a low level value to hereditary memory and past life and so do you combine the two would you do you you, i would put them as the same thing as the same thing so past lives uh, in your opinion, like memories, hereditary memories? Necessarily, you- like close enough. Yeah. As in I would treat them the same because the way that you access those type, which is very much harder than the first few, mm. like the first few layers. Mm. So I would say there would be three primary layers that I would deal with um, with most people. And then that fourth layer is a low-level interest for me mostly. Because the amount of, if we're looking at just time, effort, energy, output and results, then I can get more out of the first three layers than I can necessarily get out of that lower layer. So so you're saying you put them in the same category in terms of accessing them, but there's, you'd still give credence to past lives existing outside of yeah. being genetic memories. Yeah, I don't so, see any reason why. So, so okay. I, I'm, yep, I'm, cool, hearing, cool. I'm hearing a lot of what is consciousness and I'm on board with what you're we're saying. We're getting there. But why? Not why it. are we conscious? Yeah, okay, we're getting there. Mm. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, yeah we're gonna, I'm going to answer that. It's just it's a process to build up the what is it first. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of our directional movement is based on these programs and and our experience of consciousness is distinctly different meaning that the way that we go through life is totally different based simply on because consciousness is a byproduct of the physical system that it exists within Mm -hmm. so your physiology dictates your psychology and when i say that what i'm talking about is the type of physical body you have meaning me being this height and this lean and all of that is will govern what type of person I am. 100%. You being a bit taller and a bit thicker and, and stronger means that your 
biology is very, very different to mine. Yeah. Mm. And because of that, your disposition in the world is entirely different. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, that's your contrast. That's your perspective. And I can give a good example of when I actually hit a contrast because um, growing up, I was massive compared to fucking everyone else mm. until about grade 10. And then every motherfucker decided to be 6'2. Mm. And I was suddenly, because <laughs> there was a certain mm-hmm. way that my body enabled me to be and develop a my personality because yes. I knew there were certain things I could do. Yep. People wouldn't question it because that would mean a, a, like physical confrontation. Exactly. And they're like, but that dude's That's just huge. He, he's yeah. fucking 20 kilos heavier than me yeah. sort of thing. It's not worth it. But yeah, I peaked, I peaked at like fucking yes, 13 sort of, I didn't really change. I was waiting for these other dudes to catch mm. up. It just, I peaked at about 13 and then I stayed there till 16 and then everyone else started to really hit puberty and Absolutely. catch up. And then that was when I discovered the contrast because <laughs> fucking 50% of the shit that I used to pull didn't work no more. And yeah. I had to come up with new fucking mechanisms. Exactly. So, yeah. if we take exactly that yep. that frame and go, now let's look at, say, a chick who's five foot and 40 kilos. Yep. From And fully grown. Yep. Someone who's that petite and tiny in the world mm-hmm. is going to experience the world especially from from birth all the way through vastly different to say let's go a six foot three maori who yep. ends up peaking out at 140 kilos of just hugeness yeah 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 and, and the yeah. way that they move through life is that they don't have to worry about bumping into shit. Yep. Mm. They also end up super cruisy because they're like, no one fucks with me because I'm this huge. Yeah, they're the and great Danes of the human world. Exactly. Sort of thing, you know? yeah. And thank God that their hormonal system is entirely different to mine mm-hmm. because if you put yes. this system in that body, oh, God you couldn't. You, you <laughs> can't help us all because... Yeah, it's like the Hulk. You know, you've got this rage, like not a rage, but just this... No, but well, I'm, the rage I'm, is there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm fully aware. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm an aggressive, confrontational person and luckily... I don't have a huge body, so it keeps me in check enough. Mm-hmm. You can't throw it around that I much. can't throw it around yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, I'm not scared, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't because I'm intelligent as well. Yeah. And so you know, you know the consequences, to. yeah. yeah. Still I know, know the, the limits cons- of I the body. I know my limits of yeah. the body. Yeah. 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 yeah, I still push those 140 kilo guys to their limits yeah. and they go, what are you? Yeah. But the I know not to do that because I'm governed by that. Now, yeah. this... Well, you know when you can do that. I know when. Because you can... I know you can when tell I'm, by that person. Yeah, I always, I always have this conversation with people. I've never had to have a physical fight in my life. Yep. When I was back at high school, I ran a few times because I, I had you found utilized, that I had utilized my mouth <laughs> to <laughs> elicit a response. Elicit yep. a response in an entire football team a couple of times, yep. and they chased me. Thankfully, I'm skinny and run like crazy. You can run fast, yeah. <laughs> However, yeah. in my adult years, I learned that I can own a mind before I need to bother with the body. Yep. And so I utilize my mind to beat people so they don't even want to question yeah. taking it there. Um, so all, all of that exists within us. And there's... I work with this... Um, company called ph360 and it's phenomenal they've basically taken 
truckloads of data and compiled together what they've deemed as six primary body types and then mm-hmm. within that there's differing degrees um of of effect and it's they've got it down to hormone differences total personality differences the way you need to eat the way you should um exercise what your genius is going to be like what your how to structure your day based on your biotype to get the most out of your meat wagon so is that is that a more complex version of the old Ecto. mesomorph ectomorph because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. three body so, types three body and they've types, just yeah. they've, they've split that up and divided it down yep. further and looked into it further pushed it yep yeah sweet and it's phenomenal yep they bas- basically took the ecto ecto mesoendo process gave it complexity but then also backed it up with serious serious research and they mm. they can tell you god you get your measurements done and they literally just go this is what you're about and you go holy shit like yes Mm. it's that on yep um and so that that's just added that i found a really good friend of mine he runs the australian um leg of that system that's around the world at the moment and that was just mind-blowing to 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 understand because i was researching hormones and how that affected our psychology and all that type of thing and was wanting to make sense basically my process from the religion through to now was I wanted to understand the psychology of what we were and then I realized I needed to understand the biology of what we were and what the world was made up of and in the process of that landed roughly where I am now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And so it was when I realized that if simply because I have super high levels of testosterone that I also have a high sex drive, I'm like, okay, so that's an interesting equation. Mm-hmm. And it also makes me as more assertive and aggressive as a mm-hmm. general disposition, but it makes me driven. Yep. So what happens if someone just has lower levels of test? Oh, well, they just, they have lower levels of that expression of consciousness. Yep. Yep. Right. So then consciousness is biological as much as it's the programming that goes into it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can't separate the two and you know it when you you know when you smoke a spliff or you take a drink of a, a you know you boost yourself with caffeine yep, yep. <laughs> and automatically your brain operates differently because yep. you're operating out of well, yeah we're all adrenaline chewed, we're all of- chewed on nootropics earlier mm-hmm. and like some things we we see as a positive and some things we see as a negative when we try mm. to avoid mm. sort of thing. Cause they, but we, the only way we, we know that is through contrast, right? That's I, I don't mm. drink rum anymore because like I've had some very terrible experiences, so I just stay away from that. Yeah. If yeah. I'm going to drink, I don't drink rum because not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're, well, it is you, but it's a side of you. Yeah, you don't yeah, like yeah, it yeah, not yeah, to amplify Yeah, there's no need for that. But it yeah. seems to amplify that side in a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it yeah, does, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So, okay, I agree. With everything you say, and I want to learn more about pH three hundred and sixty. It sounds like a very, very interesting thing, but why? That is the question. Okay, we don't get the, to do why yet because we don't know what. <laughs> well, okay. No, so no, what have we ta- no, like, let's go back to what yeah. have we what have we touched on so far? We've touched on the subconscious um, programming, yeah, yep. um, or, or a part of what made up the subconscious programming was memory mm-hmm. and genetic memory. Yes, um, and now we've we've also gone on to like 
the body and hormones. Yeah. Um, how much how much weight would you put onto something like instinct, the yeah. the part okay. of the animal part this of is, us? I like that question. You know, let's let's yeah. move on to there. So so what how much of us is the how much of it's because is if everything if everything in the world is doing this back and forth back and dance, forth contrast so dark and light that's good the, and bad that's the animal that's the unconscious yes. everything is doing it so how much weight how much weight do I give to yeah yeah so I that. give it roughly this I would say somewhere between seventy and eighty percent of everything we do is purely biological yep. need being met yep yeah and then. So basically, the biology drives everything, and the psychology, the stored psyche within us, mm-hmm. governs the nuanced component of how that expresses. Right. Yeah. So personality. But, yeah. In a your person. No, yeah. not necessarily. Mm. Personality is like a byproduct of your. It's a smaller component again. Yeah. It's an- well, another. Yeah. I, I think of personality as your interacting interface with the external world. Yep. Yeah, which is why if you you can you can if, when on your journey through changing your belief systems, you can change your personality to reflect a truer version of yourself. Is that I mean? Is that no? Part I would of the say growth? you can't hardly at all change your personality. Hardly at all. Yeah, well, so you can to a gr- degree. Like, so do you reason. think then dro- dealing with the trauma is is unlocking? Uh, a cleaner version of yourself. I mean, yes. I'm just sort of so this, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. I, I I say that the my goal with healing is to allow my maximum expression potential of this physical s- system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my goal with healing work. Yeah, it's like how do we how do we make your body move in ways that it's never been able to move before and interact with the world in new ways when we pull out these away from because a lot of new experience or all new experience requires that you move towards something. Mm. Yes. And so how do we take the away from out of the way so that you can go forward into the new one? Yeah. Cuz you cuz you have to you have to approach contrast. You have to approach resistance in order to grow. Yes. That's that's yeah. the that's the tragic human condition, right? Mm. Is that you want to get more comfortable then you've got to get uncomfortable with being you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable Absolutely. and that's when growth actually comes here's here's something i spoke to to triff about recently a life experience where i think i'm approaching something similar and you can tell me if i'm hot or cold but somewhere where i feel like i'm approaching that right now is um i've always i've always thought of myself well no not always thought of myself in my memory I have this part of my personality where I feel like I'm quite, I've, I've become, or I'm stumbling on words. I feel like there's a section of me that is um, fairly cruisy, right? For lack of better words, it'll let a lot of things go. It's the duck. It'll, <laughs> it'll, um, it'll, it'll, yeah, just move past things and, and let things go. Um and I was talking, to, I, I said to Triff the other day, I've actually been working on something because I've come to a realization that that part of my personality is actually a reflection on the fact that um, I remember at one point being a fucking huge perfectionist and got to a point where I realized that not everyone really likes that person who always pulls people's shit apart. I'd be like, oh, but that's not real good because of this and that's not real good because of this and... 
you know, I th- and, and it got to that point where it was like, well, do you think you could do better? Now, there's a point where the rubber hits the road and if you don't have, if you're commenting on people's stuff and pulling it to pieces an and yet I can't produce something to yeah, that same yeah. level, it's like, well, I need to, there's a level of humbleness that I need to, I, I sort of humbled my my judgment of things and my perfection in a way because of the fact that I couldn't produce those things um, because I lacked I lacked the skills, technical and life, etc. Yeah. So something that I've been actually doing lately is, um, and then oh, and through that, I've, I also avoid doing some things you because I know I can't do them to the level that I fucking want to, mm. you know. And this can be something as easy as like an arts and crafts drawing, you know, stuff like that. And what I've been working on recently. And I just tonight, fucking the last job that I did before um, coming over here and setting everything up was um, over the last two days, I've been making lures, right? Fishing lures. And the whole process, man, has been, a, it's it's funny because it's painful, <laughs> you know, because I've got an idea in my head what I want this thing to look like. And I start and I started with six. I ended with two. Right, because they were the they were the level I could accept. Yep. You know, everything else I was like, nah, the mistake's too big, too big, and I honed it to a point where I'm like, yep, those two are good. Um, and I've I've sanded and shaped, and I was happy with that. Yeah. But then I had two, like I only had two, so <laughs> I kind of if I kept excluding, then I would not end up with anything, and I wanted to end up with a product, so I had to just fucking suck it up mm. and accept my failures. So, tonight, the last thing I did was I spray-painted the lures. They're basically complete. All I've got to do is put hooks on them and, and swim them tomorrow. Anyway, along the way, certain things weren't quite straight. So there was little um, things. They, they weren't very symmetrical and stuff like that. But every time, I'd be like, I'd be like, but that's the best you've got. The next ones will be better. You, you know, you've got to... Mm-hmm. There's no point allowing, and this is where I got to, this is the whole reason I'm doing this is because I got to this point in my brain where I was like, there's no point allowing your judgment to stop you from ever starting anything because that's that's how you get better at things. You've yeah. got to fail. You, you can't, yeah. Or at least have, yeah. So I've got to be okay with mm. my first, second, third, mm. fourth, fifth, not being up to the standard Absolutely. I want because if I don't, then I don't get to a point where there are ever at a standard well the thing is too like i can like from an outside perspective with you mate your guitar work has got out is 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 like a lot 10 times better than it was it's another it's a it's the same journey yeah i chose those two things yeah like the guitar and and it all it all it it's all revolves around my hands yeah i've always had an issue yeah i did landscaping for fucking well 15 20 20 years it's always been my fallback because landscapers aren't tradies. Anyone can step into it. So the level of precision is a lot lower yeah. compared to what you do being a carpenter. Because mm. you do the same thing all the time. Whereas a fucking landscaper might plant trees one day yeah. and then build stairs the next. So when I build stairs, my stairs don't, don't to need be. to be as good as your stairs. <laughs> because for one, they're outside. Two, landscapers generally probably use rough, rougher license. materials. Yeah, it's a bit of artistic you know, they, license. A lot of the shit 
<laughs> landscapers basically lose use sleepers, mm. you know. <laughs> They're always bent and warped and fucking, yeah. So the level isn't there. So I quite happily was able to do that. But I never tried to go any further into anything else because there's a level of precision. Mm. And I was like, I can't... Yeah, I don't accept my ability to be mm. able to do that. So, but I think you're so testing, you're testing your contrast, man. You're trying to... You well, know. That, exactly. That's exactly a, a something that I avoided mm. was that mm. because because I... But now you've reached a level of understanding where you know you need to test that to find out where... I've I've reached a level of understanding where I understand how those those the journey those people that I was judging were on, mm-hmm. and they were willing to do it though, and mm-hmm. I never was. Yeah. I was there judging mm. when, mm. and they were like, "Yeah, but what can you do?" Yeah. Now I understand where they're yeah. at. Well, I think there's a there's a uh, I use it in my classes a fair bit. There's like there's that meme where there's the dude standing on top of the hill. And the two dudes underneath judging the dude on top of the hill, but they don't see the mountain of broken glass behind the guy that's on top of the hill. You know what I mean? Yep. You you can't understand. You know, I don't. You know, I know you boys to a certain degree, but I don't truly understand your journey. I don't mm. truly understand your journey. You don't truly understand mine. No. Right. Mm. So you know, we we all need to have that perspective and understanding of each other. And I think that comes with to bring it back around to consciousness. It's like. If you can grasp your own consciousness to a point where you understand not only your failings, but also the hardest thing for me is not my failings. I'm fucking terrible at myself. I fucking hate everything that I do, right? That's a, that's a big problem. My problem has actually been, a, and that one, one of my primary drivers that I've been working on is being able to take a compliment, being able to look positive instead of negative, right? Mm. Because I... You, you've you've got to have that contrast, right? It's not all darkness. Yes, there's answers in the darkness. Yes, there is learning in the discomfort. However, if you don't, if you can never ever recognize anything that you achieve, you'll never ever achieve satisfaction. But that's the other side of it, right? You've got to have that positivity, um, or and and especially and it not, I'm not saying you know you know fuck I'm good. Just ask me. It's more. No, it took it, it took me till I was about twenty nine to say thank you if someone gave me a compliment. Yeah. Up until then, I'd probably dismiss it. I'd be like, ah, nah, it's nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, to actually be like, oh, thanks. Yeah. You know, and and that was off the back of like being told you don't know how to take a compliment, mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. thing, like mm-hmm. being rude ish, you yeah. know, or just. Yeah completely ignorant to the fact you're getting a compliment there's there's so many of these areas where we have these negative associations that prevent us from experiencing things yeah Yeah. and this is the reality of it is that you know you're probably limiting your capacity to make lures simply because you're not willing to deal with the failure and i have this come up in my world because i'm a hardcore perfectionist Mm -hmm. and there's a reason i haven't actually pushed my work out into the world is because my level of perfectionism is in what is the word i want out of balance yeah yeah extreme it's extreme Mm. it's super extreme which is i I kind of think of it as a i think it's necessary for me as well though because what it does for me is it humbles me yep so my level of humility is very, very high within my own context because my perfectionism just keeps me there. Mm. The moment I think, oh, you're amazing, even with the content that I've generated, the the knowledge base that I've accumulated and what I can do, I still just, I'm like 
just keep myself right down there with everyone all yep. the time just about yep. it's and and i watch it because the moment that lid lifts off and i acknowledge all of my abilities because i've mastered so many different varieties of skill sets you know like when you're talking about landscaping i've literally mastered all of the hand trades yep all of the building trades i can do all of them at a trade a trade or above trade level mm-hmm across the board yeah um dance consciousness and healing on a on a the degree that i'm up to now all of these things that i've mastered them all really really well and i keep myself super grounded around it because it's i think it's it's partly the perfectionism and then partly the um one the more you know the more you know you don't, you don't know. know oh that's exactly what yes. i was just about to say right yeah. is that it doesn't <laughs> that, that's what keeps me humble is that doesn't matter like the, the rabbit holes that I'm down, we could wax lyrical about a thousand different things till mm. the rest of the night. However, I understand that it's a speck of dust on a speck of dust on nothing. Mm. You know, like that's, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter how much you dedicate your life to knowledge, you, you must always remember that you know nothing. Right, and I mm. like that because that's a good, we're getting close to a segue with that. Mm. Um, let's just quickly tag back into... Animal. Animal. So, how much of it is animal? Is like say, animal about, a large, a large about amount. seventy to eighty yeah. percent, yeah. and and all of that is predominantly unconscious drivers. Yeah. They're just yeah. they're just needs that we need to meet. We need to meet, and they're simple. It's sleep, sleep eat, eat. Fuck. We need well social, social. More, yeah, yeah, fuck definitely. Um, don't 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 we're not we're not going down i'm not i'm not but my (laughs) my memory still went there um so they're our primary things and then to survive like to legitimately provide in those types of things like the maslow's hierarchy of needs maslow's hierarchy of needs is a really good one to layer over everything you know we need those base needs met and then we need to once we get them met to meet the rest of the higher needs yeah so once we meet the base the three that you know the food the shelter the social then we can work on our self-esteem then we can work on where we go from there yeah and creating and perfecting and and yeah I, I look at one of the things that I, I've never been good at anything. I've only been good or great at training. It's yep. been the only thing that I've been good at. Yep. Is that's been my gift, has been my capacity to see a new skill set and just go suck after at it, it and go after it yeah. and get obsessed with it until I reach a level of mastery that I'm content with. Yeah. Um, and. I really believe in the process of mastery for the for the cultivation of self-worth and confidence and, mm. and inner stability as well. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like often I get asked, like, how are you so confident? And one of the primary reasons is I've spent my life mastering skill sets mm. and, and not just knowledge-based skill sets, applicable skill sets, things yeah. that actually require my body... D- require me to embody the capacity yeah but it is is it the duck with you as well so the conversation me and angus had the other night was like i'm outwardly confident as well i mean my job is a teacher i must stand in front of people and present every single fucking day Mm -hmm. and i'm good at projecting that Mm -hmm. but i'm like i'm I'm the cool karma collected majority of the time but i'm like the duck swimming on the lake you know what i mean like on the on the surface it looks fucking smooth and cool and it's very looks pleasant but you look underneath it that duck's going fucking 
You know what I mean? Like, is that is that with you as well? Or do you have that calmness and confidence? Variations of that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have that. Mostly because I prefer to sit in the... Just the discomfort of that? No, I prefer to sit in the doing of the, the things that... What I realized along the journey was that I could work on things at the level of abstraction, of thought, mm. or I could be in the doing of the things. And one generates deep stability and the other one generates surface level stability mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so when i'm training at the gym and i'm eating properly and i'm sleeping well most people's problems would go away if they just got yeah. super fit and yeah. i mean fit as in they feel like a athlete mm -hmm. yep mm -hmm. because what happens when you feel like an athlete is that your unconscious awareness of what you're capable of becomes expressed in the consciousness. As mm -hmm. I said before, yes, yes, your biology yeah, yeah. dictates and governs your, you're at your premium yep, level, your psychology. Yep. Yeah. And so if you feel like an athlete, you think like an athlete, yep. mm -hmm. you feel supremely stable in my ability to adapt, move and shake. Whatever in happens. The world. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Happens, yeah. yeah. Whereas your, your ability to deal with, with, uh, things problems coming mm -hmm. your way yes. is a, a lot higher because your body can do it Absolutely. so there's your physical capacity is able to deal with it the, yeah, and that, exactly. there's so many things you're like there's more you almost have more cognitive power mm. you because mm -hmm. you're you're so you're confident in what your body is able to do you mm. don't need to think about Yes. those yeah, choices yeah. you're just like yes 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 yep. you, my body can yes mm. yes <laughs> whereas someone of a of a lower thing is like can mm. i mm. knees a bit dicky today yeah. mm. you know this Absolutely. extra weight i'm carrying puts stress on these joints mm. so i probably can't i probably can't box jump that high i can't mm -hmm. do that so i'm gonna have to say That's no to this activity yeah. or no to this choice because mm. yeah i because deep down i know i deep can't down, do it you know, and you can't escape your unconscious mind body. Yeah. You just can't escape it. You mm. it knows regardless of the shit you tell it, it knows Whether what it's able do to it do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what a lot of people don't deal with is that component of their psychology and who they are. Yeah. Whereas I've real I've gained the awareness that my best place is when I'm strength training at the gym mm. and I'm working on my like 3 to 5 rep maxes. And I'm and I know my range of capacity. And when I'm close to the medium top end of that, I know that my mind is bulletproof at that point. Yep. Mm. Now, it is bulletproof until I get a shit night's sleep mm -hmm. and I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit drudgy. And then you're going through the day and I'm like, because I started watching this a lot. Mm. And I was like, why am I so like emotionally down today? Mm. And I'd be like, oh, too bad night's sleep. Okay. Okay. Oh, park the fact that I feel like shit today, get a good night's sleep and see what happens tomorrow. Wake yeah. up the next day and I'm just super fucking happy. Yeah. Because, and I, and I think this happens for guys more so than women because women tend to, over the course of their monthly cycle, they also have their daily cycle, which is basically a, a chaotic storm from ranging through every <laughs> emoji in the phone. <laughs> From start to finish. You're a yeah, brave yeah. man. Yeah, You're yeah, a yeah. brave man. 
I love women, but <laughs> I also like to be real with them too. And they yeah, <laughs> that's well, the I reality think, of think, their nature. It's it's not a thing against them. But, it's but men literally. are very physical as well, you know. Yeah. Can I ask a question, right? Because yeah. this is obviously just from my um, – this is for me personally. Mm. Um, do you think – like I dealt with a, a bit of chaotic response to the Rona um, – because I've got kids and family and my job was up and down. Like I, there was a bit of a, there was a lot of, and what that did is I sort of went from 88 kilos to 95 pretty fucking quickly because I gave in to, do you think that's like a, a trauma or, I mean, I've got a, I've got an addiction to sugar. Like that's a problem, biscuits mainly. But, um, you know, do you think that those things that allow you to slip back, so there's two questions, right? The things that allow you to slip back from that peak performance um, and I suppose the thing is too, right, is that, and I'll be honest to say, it's one thing for you to say, we'll get another good night's sleep. As a father of small children, sleep is not, sometimes it's not a fucking option. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be up five times a night for years, potentially. Yep. For if sure. that, You know, so yep. there, there's different demons to deal with as far as that's concerned. Absolutely. Um, it's one of the reasons that I'm petrified of having kids because it'll knock your cycle out yeah so what happens for me is i can have bad sleep through the week but as long as i get two good night's sleep over the weekend you'll bounce back and i'll bounce Mm. back but there is if i didn't get access to those because of kids i would be i would be shit scared to know it's a dark place what would happen to me well i think we can all see it personified in the fact that there is a dad bod yeah. right yeah there's two dad sometimes, bods and there's sometimes a lean, there's it's a not bod. out of choice yeah that's right you know, no, like, but if you look if you look at worldwide mm. yeah. there's a dad bod there's a, there's dad, a dad bod, bod for yeah. a reason yeah. for a reason and, and yeah. I think what you're saying like it's it's coming from the fact that you don't have the choice about mm. catching up on those on that sleep sort mm. of thing so you just you just got to find coping mechanisms to, get, function, to yeah. get through it yeah. Yeah. sort of thing and the problem is that the coping mechanisms Become a negative loop, absolutely, and actually yeah. make the problem worse mm-hmm. because it's it's breaking out of those. When you finally get the opportunity, mm. it's realizing you've got the opportunity and breaking out of those coping mechanisms. But, you've developed but as, but as they, with anything, the problem have. is sustainment, right? That was mm-hmm. that was my larger mm-hmm. question, you know. Yeah, and with your obsessive nature, I'm just curious because I've sort of found this like with the gym out there. Like I've got the equipment out there. But I've trained and trained and trained with that equipment. I got to the end of where that equipment could take me. That's why I bought some different equipment. Do you, the repetitive nature of your training does that get to you, or do you like the 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 are you chasing the perfection of the same training base, or do you vary it that much? Um, I vary my training monthly. So I, I, I basically at the moment I'm utilizing two cycles. So I do a month of volume training than a month of strength training because i know my nervous system can't cope with two months of strength training in a row um so i have about a th- i have about a three or a four week window where i can really really push and then i need to back off into volume otherwise my nervous system goes <clears throat> and sort of shits itself and i also yeah. my um i, I notice tight to excess tightness in my ten- in my tendons and stuff like yeah, that. yeah so yeah. with this ph360 do they take the dad bod into consideration like, is there is there a process to get through yeah, that? Yeah, I think I think every body type mm. can have their version of the dad bod mm. just through Absolutely. just through um, deprivation of certain things that are yeah. necessary. Mm. So whether it's through 
sleep or the ability mm. to exercise or mm. whatever, mm. you're going to form your own style of dad bod, mm. no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, as an example, I can never reach your level of weight because my... I, <laughs> I just don't have that ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. My, my metabolism speed is yeah. too high. There was something that always sucked, right? Yeah. Was I had I, I had the ability that, I had the ability, like when I was in the peak of my working out, which was fucking test was high, I was in I was like seventeen, eighteen. Yep. I could fucking stack on the weight, yeah. but I always just had that layer. The layer. I could not shred. shred. Exactly. Could not shred. Mm. But fuck I could lift and and like and get if, strong and you could so if, here's yeah what your body could do is it could do that over long periods of yeah. time yeah. at a higher intensity than yeah. what I can do. Yeah. But you would never get the abs that I have. No. Like I literally go, Oh fuck, that layer's on there again and I'm at twelve percent body fat. Yeah. I just yeah. want to get back down to that is fuck 10. you, Sam. Uh, I'm pretty sure the sh- <laughs> Well, I still have like, abs. It's just they're not shredded abs. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the the last when I was in the peak and I checked the most the leanest body fat I ever got to using like those the scales that can mm-hmm. check like uh, yeah pretty simple sort of version was sixteen percent yeah that was at the my I've, peak I've, I've got been to measuring 12. myself I've got to twelve <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, no, actually I was, I, never actually, I was at eleven I was, I was at eleven I didn't get into the tens but I was at eleven yeah. Yeah. that was just before I got sick yeah I was I've at been, eleven I've I'm gonna training. say like I was at my my biggest muscular and then had like a like a fucking um, a flip. I, th- I don't know. Met a new girl or something, and did more cardio mm. and just shredded down. And like, oh, I'm, I'm getting lighter. Don't worry about it. You know, you're losing some muscle, but let's get this fat off. And then 16. I was like, and stop. That's as far as <laughs> I, I, I've been tracking mine for yeah. eight years since I did my PT set, and the highest I've been was 13. Yep, and. 13? Yep, 13. The lowest I got down to was 8%. Yeah. Wow. And I dropped just recently. I did a, um, a bit of focus on my diet and training. And in four weeks, I went from the 12% down to 10%. Have you... Okay, here's something a little bit out of left field. Because this is a theory that I've collected over the last few years. Like probably last 10 years. Have you found being in the fitness industry, like your PT cert and being around that, generally guys shorter than say five ten, five nine, and who've always struggled to have that weight, do you find they're more inclined to do test or actual like, and then branch into other things like roids? Um, no, Be- I, I've, no? S- I've seen it across. The You've board. seen it across height, the board. Height, height size doesn't matter. No. Okay. Cool. Well, I think that yeah. is yeah. that it's more just... of a mental state of mind, though. Is that like you you're deficient? You I, I, look. There's I, all types of reasons that mm. do it. My anecdotal evidence was just purely the guys in my workplace who are always like, "Who wants to do a cycle?" It's always the smaller dude. Yeah. You know, it's it's and well, that's just, compensating for something. There's obviously, it just ha- yeah, that. but obviously. I would join in with them and I'm not of their body type. But um, so I guess I kind of blew my own argument out there just by the fact that I partook in what they were suggesting. Mm. Yep. But they were the ones that were sort of suggesting it. And I just, ha- I didn't have a sample size large enough. That's why yeah. I was asking you. No, I've, I've yeah, you've every, seen no matter what. Yeah, yep. got it. cool. Yep. Well, we've, di- we've diverted right, down so the track. Can we, can, we yes. bring, can we bring it I back around? I do really want to do this um, PH360 talk. 
We might even do a conjunction talk between that and the spiral dynamics. Yeah, yeah. okay. Let's Sweet. do it. Let, let's pencil it, man. Let's we might pencil actually, it. Actually, we yeah. might do one of each because I yeah. think each of them is look, I think it's valuable. enough it's, and it's, it's really valuable yeah. to people and look to I'm understand. interested to, to you know get the scans and see what it says and all that sort Absolutely. of stuff you know so, so, so what other parts are left of the consciousness if yeah, we yeah. touched yeah. on yeah, the going. animal I just want to know why we're fucking conscious man like a- <laughs> yeah yeah we're getting there dude I'm doing the groundwork <laughs> you're sitting over there wondering why and I keep bringing us back to alright I know that Maddie wants I, us I'm, to work through this so alright we've done the animal yes We've we, done the memory. We've done the animal, done the memory, done the physical, we've done the, the psychology. The psychology. Of, so that the psychology stacks on the animal. Yep. Now, all, like I said before, all consciousness is a byproduct of the physical system it exists within. Yeah, positive, negative, contrast. No, no, no. All Oh, what you what you've grown up in. No, no, no. What you're capable All of. consciousness is a byproduct of the physical system it exists within. Meaning my consciousness is a byproduct of this system. Yours is your body. A dog has a different type of consciousness because of consciousness. Okay, let's throw this word out there a little bit. Consciousness is the internal response to the external stimulus. And it's a byproduct, it's a relationary byproduct of that. So it's this thing plus this thing interacting with each other generates an internal response in each of those things and that's consciousness there. Yes. Mm. Why? <laughs> no, not why. <laughs> why? You need yep. to contemplate that first. No, yeah. I, Not I, why I, it. I, I, because if you why it, you take away from the reality of what that just was. Hmm. If you put why onto that, mm-hmm. you will get to there in a minute, but if you put why on it too early then you bypass the importance of that statement. I'm not bypassing the importance of it. I mean, from my perspective, we've gone through all the levels and we've basically explored the same positive and negative uh, environment, contrast, pull and push, dark and light. I get it. I get the through the levels, right? But what makes me me... And that you, so that's the what? That is the physical, the, the three-dimensional meat can, wagon. Can I try and, an, from my understanding, answer your question from what I'm learning over yeah, here? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm why, exploring it. The why is because you can. Like your body is saying, so So let's let's look at the dog compared to the human body. Mm. The, the dog, um, A, doesn't have hands or fingers to be able to manipulate things. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't walk on two legs, so it has a limited range of motion. Mm-hmm. It um, has limited vocal capabilities, so it can only express um, certain levels of communication um, using sort of whatever. Th- it, it obviously has a more limited version of communication than right. what a human does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on and on it goes. So You're bang the, on exactly. The fact with, is the, yes. the, the body shape, the humanoid body shape is so able to adapt um, its environment around it, its consciousness, its consciousness is reflected as more um, complex than that of a dog because mm. it can. Mm. Because yes. it can do Thank the you. things. The brain goes... What if and the body goes yes yeah right whereas the yeah. Do- whereas the brain in the dog mm. goes 
what if what if I wanted to watch um, fucking Osho documentaries and it's like, but it the can't body do can't do anything mm. to with it. So there's no point. So the brain just doesn't even it, that's doesn't just even not a non-existent yeah. component. And so, the, the brain worked. The brain of the dog worked that out millennia ago. So the the dog now it doesn't. There's no component it's in all, the brain yeah, to be able I'm, to do I'm, that. I'm, yeah. on, I'm on board with the operating that's why. system. That's why. How no, is, I'm answering is, your question. How is that? Why? How is that? Because the body can. You're just trying to oh, push too far ahead. I still have a response to that. At some okay, point. fair I enough. Yeah. Go there yet. Yeah. Because because it you have your view mm. and what you're trying to get out of this, but I'm trying to paint the picture of consciousness for people that have never even delved into this topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, but and like what you've just described there, that's pretty much identical to what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So as consciousness consciousness exists at all levels of existence, all the way down to the atom, and. As you build complexity into the physical system, you build complexity into the consciousness. So, in our brain, the reason we have the capacity for to for conversation in the head is actually a byproduct of again this relationary component because it's the left and right hemisphere contrasting against each other that gives rise to this inner dynamic that we experience. And because we've moved... So, what we are is a highly... What our capacity is, is that we have a high-level abstraction capacity because of the neocortex seated over the top of the brain. What that does is it allows us to generate conversation. And because of the way our psyche is built as we grow, it's basically built of experiential memories that are stored as mini personalities with inside. And we generate what I would call a primary meta female and a primary meta male program, which is the collection of all observations of how men operate and all observations of how women operate. And that generates these two primary meta programs within our mind that allows us to operate. Then stacked inside that and in relationship to each other with that, because the only experience we have to observe is men and women interacting together. But it's all everything you're saying is all a a personal consciousness experience. There's no, you know, you can read a book and say this is how male acts, this is how female acts. Mm -hmm. But your collection of experiences is is individual to who you are. Well, and who all of the other people are that mm. have been around your world. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. And that's the only contrast we have to deal with, meaning we, we're we watching all of that go on and it just builds up this storage system which generates these two primary things. We also store these mini personalities of, you know, the part of you that wants... There's a reason we use the language of there's a part of me that wants to train and get fit and there's a part of me that wants to eat cookies. Mm. That There's a reason that there's this experience of multiple us's inside of us. Mm. And that is... That's our level of complexity has gone into this abstract realm of not just our direct experience with the world, but our multi There's so much complexity in the brain that our experience 
internally is very, very rich because of that. And so the complexity inside the brain is that you have these multiple personalities and parts and components to who we are. and We're very complex um, and complicated and varied beings. And that generates this dialogue internally. Mm. And that's a byproduct of our system, our mm. physical system. Mm. And the experiences that you've had within that physical system, the society you've grown up in, the family you grew up in. Absolutely. The, the, the books you've read, the, books the you've content read, the you've read, in the DNA that you're a part of, of yeah. everything else like that. Because there's behavioral things there as well that I think you inherit. You know, I mean, you know, there's no getting away from the fact that I laugh exactly like my father. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if, if we were to laugh, you, me and my dad would laugh together. It is exactly the same. Mm, for and, sure. And that's just is what that's it is. It. Yep. You know what I mean? So you And you're dealing with that reflection of your father and his father and that and, and all those experiences, mm-hmm. right? So when you – so it's multiple levels of contrast from a – uh, an atom level as yeah so say. let's take it down to the atom level because this is where the the theory makes sense yeah okay so what i realized is that the primary this was the tr- this is what caused me to no longer identify as an atheist is that i came to the realization that the, the limiting factor was all right so if Consciousness is our, if us being conscious is just our capacity to interact with the world and move toward or away from it, Mm. at what level does that stop? And I was like, well, it's down in lower levels of complexity, but it's all the way down to the cellular level. Mm. And then it's down below that as well. It doesn't matter how deep you look. It's Whether it's organic or not. Now, the problem was everyone wanted to work out the question, what... What is the difference between organic matter and inorganic matter? Yeah. And so how can you quantify why is something the alive? That you had? Yes, why is no why is something alive versus why is it inanimate matter? Why is it just a rock? Like like why well, yeah, why is but, gold gold because it's made up of atoms? Yes. And but see, would, cells are cells. Sorry, I would, I was exactly. talking I, off in the fucking I business. would argue that gold or stone or anything else like that is it is it's it is animate, but it's animate in a in a way that we don't understand. Right. So well. this is what I'm getting to the like because you're getting because down to a is... vibrationary level of these things. I mean, that's the quantum. I mean, you're getting down to quantum mechanics. You're getting yes. down to. Yep. But the problem is physics. in science is that they basically draw a line at organic and yeah. matter. Yeah. They draw a line there, and I was like, huh. That's that was that was actually the primary sticking point I hit years and years ago, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was a primary sticking point until maybe about. Is, so basically, five. no one could explain. No to one you can. This, no one's why the line exists. Why have right. you put a line between those? Well, two? Is, yes. is that not just the human existence? We need to have that line. No, no, it's factually just wrong. Mm. So, and this is why it's wrong because you can't have. But that wasn't the question. These people, these these minded people, these scientists, they need it to be this or that. No, Whereas they it's don't. In between. They literally don't know how to do the line, how to remove the line, mm. and this is the problem. Well, the answers are in the shades of grey. The answer is that 
you can't have epiphenomena at one level that doesn't already exist at a previous level. Yep. So you and can't have consciousness just suddenly... At, at the cellular level, yep. you can't have it at this organic cellular level without it already pre-existing. Mm-hmm. Because for it to exist at a cellular level, it has to be pre-existing in the matter that's comprising mm. the cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, cells are just made up of matter. Mm. They're complex versions of that. And so, that's it. Like, that is that is what made me go, oh, finally. And I'll fucking breathe a sigh of relief for about two weeks straight because I finally could make a... Ver- that argument's, like, unbreakable. You yeah. just can't break that yeah. argument. That's the piece between is consciousness at every every level and how do you prove that and the reality is for it to exist at any level it's got to exist at all levels from all the way through and the epiphenomena is the key to it so there's so the question then would be what created that cellular consciousness was it the the randomness of the the big bang if you want to go to the science side of things or is this where the spirituality comes in because what what created no. so are you it, saying the it, cellular or the, uh, the well it doesn't the make atomic. a difference right if we're if we're saying yeah, it doesn't matter it doesn't no, make it, a it difference start, right yeah. something had to start yeah, somewhere this, yeah. so like the, I mean some of the work we've been doing lately is about our own human evolution the only way we can sit here and have a discussion is at some point in the past someone who could talk had to teach us how to talk who was the first person to talk hmm. right. So it's the same with consciousness. If, if we, I can agree with you that consciousness is at every single level down to an atomic level and even, even that's, to what we can measure it, it seems to be doing something, okay? Mm. The, the, the bigger the microscopes get or whatever, however you want to quantify it. Well, I think it... But what has yeah. made, made that conscious? You know, yeah, still but comes, that's the whole point. That's exactly what I said before, is that consciousness is the byproduct is a byproduct of the physiological system it's found within meaning and and it's the internal programs so in exactly the same way that we need our subconscious programs to know how to navigate the external world mm. and we have this internal system that does that you can't see the program that's governing your interaction process mm. you can't see that and it, other than some neurons firing off, it's still a abstract component of what we are. Now, that exists in a much less complex form at the atomic level, meaning the atom has its own internal existence, which governs how it responds to its external world yep. and the positive-negative yep. ions. That it- well, that's And that's what I, I was just thinking about then when you were talking about that. I was uh, Tell me if you would agree with something along these lines. Let's, let's say the body of the atom is maybe the electrons that are uh, uh, randomly appearing and disappearing around the nuclei of the atom. Mm-hmm. And then the... What are the fucking... Mm, the neutron that's at the at the Very center cool. sort mm. of thing that could be like the brain of the of the atom Which and then is, internal yeah. inside that um proton it's 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 governing it knows what it as a body is capable of 
So it will have a certain amount of exactly. of consciousness. That's- and then when you multiply when it- however many atoms exactly. are in the human body, you multiply those together. There we go. And you've got Boom. and you've yeah. got <laughs> that the is the Okay. The capability. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I'm with you. All right. But how about the, but the math then would suggest? So let's take the 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 noise spectrum, the light spectrum. We do not see or hear plus ninety percent of what's going on around us at any one time. Mm-hmm. You take the um, so you look at an atom or a series of atoms, and then you look at the solar system. It's actually very similar. You know, there's there's a version of math that suggests there's up to eleven different dimensions where the push pull in this three dimension that we're trying to uh, describe doesn't exist, right? Or exists in a different form. So if you, so if then it, let, let's, let's, let's postulate for a second that the solar system is just an atom. Mm-hmm. So that means, so our solar system is just an atom. So that means the entirety of this planet and the consciousness and everything that's around it is actually one of those tiny little. It could exactly be that. It yeah, could for be sure. that. Yep. You know. And I have zero reason to think that that's not possible. Yeah. But, well, not but, but to expand upon the um, the brain can only have a consciousness that the body is capable of. Yeah. So, yeah. even though you have um, an amount of atoms that is magnitudes larger than... Mm an atom as we know it in mm-hmm. the solar system, even though it seems to be, things seem to be orbiting and stuff in a similar fashion, mm-hmm. um, the body that it possess- possesses doesn't can, only, ena- take so can only enable it to have the certain level of consciousness, hence mm-hmm. why you don't have like... Um, and hence why we're always trying to expand our consciousness. Stars talking to one another. In not a, necessarily. In, in a well, we way that okay. we, we so, may not be able to perceive here, the stars. No, in a way that we can perceive. That's what I was finishing. So with. here's a here's a um, thing is because relationary dynamics is the prime. Everything exists in relationship to something. Mm. That's like fundamental to this. Everything ex- otherwise without context, nothing exists. Yep. So now, what's really really interesting is. If I meet you and we have an experience together, you're forever changed in a way that you could not have been before. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this just blew my mind when I heard about this one. So you've heard about entanglement mm-hmm. with quantum mechanics where one electron will be enmeshed with another and their spin rate set together and then you separate them and no matter how far away you separate they, them, they you spin, spin one and the other one spins yeah. together. Now, that's wonderful until you find out about this other version of that which is that if you take one of those and then you mesh it with an or entangle it with another one and then you entangle the third you spin the third one the first one that never met the spins with the third one yes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is i wanted to use that because that actually ties into your question a bit Meaning that is everything connected and is it all unified like that? And to me, the answer to that is, well, it's just clearly is because mm. if if that can exist at an atomic level, then if that level of communication, yep. <laughs> because you've yep. got communication there, basically. Yeah. If that well, level of communication can exist at that level, then it exists throughout us and all the way up. 
Well, that's and the yeah, yeah. Well, the, the the good example is that is those monkeys. The monkeys on the island. One of them washed a coconut, yeah. and then the monkeys two islands over just mm. randomly started washing coconuts. Exactly. Yeah. But they didn't talk to each other. Nothing happened. But yeah. no, no, it was in, just in collect, that, in collective that, in consciousness. That. I think they called that. Yeah. Where okay, once, so once then, a species um, reaches a level mm, and a level of group consciousness. Uh, what was it called? critical mass mm. of of knowledge Thinking, that yeah. knowledge is then disseminated yeah, they've done throughout the, the, the population the studies with mice and species. stuff like that they've, they've done all yep. that with the mazes and that bits and pieces okay then so why or should why? I say so, or should I say what more do we need what more gaps do we need why? to fill before you'll get to answering that <laughs> where, are, where are we up to well, how, how do we feel where are we along just, the path yeah yeah how, how does how do we feel about that awareness? Because well, to me, that, that's me. so profound that I spent a month ruminating on that. Once I really nailed that awareness, mm. I spent a month on that thought and nothing else. Yeah. So if that generates your automatic response to go to why, I'm interested in why you're so dysfunctionally focused on My, getting the- away from the profoundity of that because you've put it's nothing to do with the magnitude of the thought okay Hmm. um bear in mind this is episode 109 over the past 70 plus episodes since you were here last we've actually explored exactly what you've put forth tonight it's a different variation and there's more detail so the magnitude of that thought does not escape me because it's something that i mean I, i i will sit on a couch and i'm like okay if I could understand myself at a molecular level and I could match the vibration of this couch, I could be this couch. You know what I mean? Like I understand the, the push, the pull, the positive, the negative. Where I've got to in my thought pattern is that why are we here? That's the, that's the grand question. I don't think there's a why. So <laughs> then what's the point? To just to satisfy, to satisfy a biological system? Just to experience. But but it's not a biological system if we, well, we if just even agreed it was eighty percent biological. No, but right? even if so, where so did, that's so only where in does, humans. But what we're just we're also talking about inanimate objects. Mm. Um, but is having, it, we just agreed it's all one and the same. Yeah, I'm, at exactly. a certain level. So it's I'm I'm only commenting on the terminology, not yeah. the thought. Yeah. So but, it's so it's not is, a biological experience. It's just a, and the experience. Yeah. The experience. It's the, it's experience. the experience. Totality. Yeah. The, the universe is experiencing itself. From, yeah, itself yeah, you are, from... You are, you are the universe experiencing itself through you, yeah, right? I, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. But I suppose the larger question I wanted to get to, which we're probably not going to get into depth tonight, was religion versus spirituality, no, right? No, we can go into that in a minute. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. So the why, the reason I say why... Is a, I, I'm totally on board with everything that we've talked about tonight. Mm. That, like that's a thought process and a pattern that I've been I've been playing with. You know, I've I've had that idea meshing in my hand for a long time. I think so. Our consciousness, our reason for existence. Yes, I agree that it's a collection of our experiences, perspective, contrast, all the things we said tonight. Yet the reason that comes over the top of that is is the constant why right you talk about we talked about earlier being that annoying person in the classroom mm. that would be me mm. yeah okay. that's cool so let's but, try but, this for a while but why 
Let's try this for a while just to generate some context for the why. When you... Well, the context is... Yeah, yeah, is what life. is what? Yeah, is life is existence is yes. in your multitude. I mean, between us, we've had hundreds of spiritual, paranormal, etc. Experiences. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we could interpret that as chemical responses from the brain, or we could interpret that as something greater than ourselves, which is where spirituality and religion comes in, is trying to be something greater than ourselves, external to us. So if we're external to us, the the consciousness and the molecular structure, it actually exists outside of that, does it not? Where is the source, right? So again, if, if everything's conscious, something had to start that first atom spinning to get the next atom spinning, to get the next one, to get the next one, to get the next one. Why? Is it just to experience? No, but I don't think that... Okay, so on, on in your daily life, how relative is Tuesday five years ago? Depends which Tuesday. But to the context of your life. Oh, it's nothing. Correct. Yeah. So this idea that insignificant moments in existence have any relativity to right now is fairly low. But without that Tuesday five years ago, you wouldn't be where you were sitting right now. Correct. But it doesn't mean that... So, meanings... Nothing has inherent meaning. That's just a simple fact. Meanings is a secondary layer based on our interaction with the present moment based on the circumstances. Mm. So there's no inherent meaning in anything that happens. There's But doesn't but isn't that a isn't that a contradiction of what you were just talking about insofar as by satisfying your biological responses by using your belief systems, your perspectives, you make that Tuesday five years ago you could have done something, even if you don't remember it on that Tuesday five years ago. Oh, it still has an the, impact. That profoundly the changed the course of your existence. Yeah, yeah. Meaning governs our existence, but there's no inherent meaning in anything. So, the, okay, okay. So, what's the point then? There we go. There's none. So, that's the whole point. The point is that there is no point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but there's not like no, that's no, no. Just technically yeah, I kind of I kind of get it in a in a yeah it's painful. It. So like so a, so if there is no it's point, a horrid so, paradox so, to deal with. Right. So your so your your perspective is if there is no point, there is no why. Yeah, there's not. Now that doesn't mean that there's not immediate whys, meaning how I deal with my world right now matters. But there's no inherent meaning, and thus there's no why. There's only right now and you have to live a meaningful life. That's the horrible part. That's the horrible but, paradox. But of there existence. is no meaning. Yes, correct. No, no, no. There is meaning. <laughs> there no, is, no, no. Because we've given it meaning. There is meaning because we are a system that interacts with other things. To try and... Which governs how we then want to interact with them into the future. And we're complex enough to recognize our capacity to change the way we interact. But that doesn't matter. At the end of it, there is no inherent meaning. That's There's just no inherent it. meaning. 
It's just it it's the it's the wise man that plants the seeds of the trees that he'll never sit in the shade exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's the ability the com- the complexity of this being. Yeah, but okay, so then but which then, creates so what's complex- the point of the trees? Then there is no point. But without no, the trees, yes, our children is. couldn't sit under no, no, the trees. No. Just like there there is exactly so there's need to plant the trees that we actually harvest to live on. Mm. As in, you have to plant the crop. That's just part of existence. You have to plant the crop for next week and the coming months and the winter and then you plant seeds to feed your generations into the future because they are you at some point. Mm. So, but isn't that inherent meaning or is it... No, no, no. That's constructed meaning because we're the only creature Mm. that has that capacity to really do that. Exactly. And that's why I say why. that's, That's why we... That's why we... Um, continue to like dominate exactly overpopulate mm. Mm. and other species go extinct because they're not planning for the future they're existing okay let's we're change. planning for the future because we have the complexity let hang on yeah. we have the complexity of of this body mm. which enables the complexity of the consciousness which enables the th- complexity of thought to mm. plan for the future, future okay Correct. so let's change from why let's go how how what? I, How anything? His, his, or is it, okay, is it the his, same thing? Is there no? There's here's no just a little meaning. thought that's that's sort of racing around in my brain. Is before when you were saying about the scientists, right, drawing the line between um, animated objects and inanimate objects. I feel like as as we came out of the um, religious dominated age and transitioned into uh, science dominated science shared age and the and the mechanical world and science becoming way more prevalent mm-hmm. um we started measuring things whereas prior to that um we were we we had faith we didn't measure things we didn't test things we were told things were a certain way mm-hmm. and we believed them then we moved into um the measuring of things because of science and testing testing things and testing uh, testing procedures and stuff like that. And that line between animated objects and inanimate objects was drawn a fair while ago. Mm. When our a good abil- contextual line, like it was important to put in place. When our ability to measure was a lot less. Mm. Hence, our thought patterns were a lot were simpler than what they are now. Mm-hmm. Whereas through the extrapolation of the ability to measure, and as we realize, as you know, we, we've we been blessed in a way to be born when we were because Absolutely. the transformation, to see us go from m- mechanical measuring into computing yeah. and then extrapolating yeah. through computing power, Okay, our, our brains have reached a point or our consciousness has reached a point where it's like beyond things are beyond comprehension. Mm. Hence, when you look back now at that line between biological and inanimate, mm. it's you that line starts to blur out because the possibilities become endless. Like, mm. like you say, if cells are conscious, where did that come from? Mm. And and to a person thinking now compared to a person in the 1900s Absolutely. thinking, it's like, well, the possibilities go okay. further. So Obviously, perfect. it needs to go further. Mm. 
Olympics. Well, that, all I'm trying to do is push the narrative further. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's do that with um, science and uh, religion versus spirituality. Yeah. yeah. So, so all all I was where I was where I was heading with that was I feel like our ability to conceptualize ideas has been expanded so much mm. that you know down to people of our level mm. are now thinking in ways like this do you think you know f- for for to simplify things a plumber a builder and a teacher once upon a time put us back in the 1900s would have been thinking along the lines of this no yeah, we were not just to the complexity. not to the this no, level right, of complexity so. so things have advanced beyond that hence when you think about the reason the why starts to become less important because you we mm. can only look back okay we can now look to the fact that all the universe is made up of atoms everything we can see like and measure and touch we've reached the limit of our measuring and our conceptualization mm. so your why I believe is a product of that. Your why is waiting for the next level because your why is, but why does the atom do that? Yeah. Yeah. We're not at that level yet. We're at the level where we need to be happy with the fact the atom does that. We can't split things into the next no, okay, level. So why, why, why is this? This is what why does. Why is... What action do I take based on new information? That's what a why is. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of a why. Mm. You're looking for what action do I take based on understanding the world this way now. That's because there's no other why that exists other than why to action. Yeah. Well, no, there's no purpose for why other than other than what action do I then take? Yeah. Yeah, what do I do with the yeah, answer? What do I do, what with, do, I do with the answer to the if, why? If, 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 That's if, what you're looking for. Well, yeah, we, we had an esoteric mm. discussion, me and Richard Patterson, right? We're sitting in this room and we're talking about the um, the secrets of the universe, right? So what if someone knocked on the door right now and said, righto, Matty, Angus, Driff, we've heard your conversation. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you the answers to everything. everything. And you're going to be able to fully comprehend it yeah. and... Would you take the answers? Absolutely. Hmm. That's not even a question. Yeah, but you couldn't share them with. What if you couldn't share them with anyone else? Or you, you couldn't That's fine. share that conversation. Be fucking greedy. <laughs> there's a there's a personality type yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I'd, I'd share. I, that I'm a teacher. You. Like I love teaching and sharing. But if the con, if the the agreement was you get to know everything, and you don't get to share it, I would take it in a mm. heartbeat. Still even though that life potential would be ultra lonely because knowing everything and not being able to talk about it with my mouth would be a problem. The weirdest, However, the, the weirdest place my brain it. goes to is um, terms of the agreement. I immediately start to pick apart what in what context can't I explain this? Yeah, exactly. Because we're have conversations because, with people. Yeah, because <laughs> having all that info, I don't need to disseminate it the same way as what it was disseminated to me mm-hmm. to have this full understanding explanation. You could but- go and make a special machine that was a level of technology that 
isn't even comprehensible yet and That's then give it to someone and let them reverse engineer it. Yeah, exactly. If they and can figure go, it out, or, they're, or they're you qualified could, for You the could language. live a life, you could live like a, a Confucian life and just talk in fucking riddles the whole time. Exactly. Which and is, just leave people being like, having just just having because you won't have the understanding of fucking everything you just like drop little fucking light bulb moments on cunts just like boom boom i suppose boom. Uh, yeah so okay. i'd take a lot of enjoyment out of that <laughs> like if if that's in the contract if that's a loophole that yeah. i can get through i'd do that well the and the, the human condition would be we would find the loophole i suppose the why for me and the reason i wanted to bring to religion and spirituality tonight is i think the human existence our, our need for a space daddy our uh, need to try and explain the unexplainable, which led us to science, but even science has reached a hard point as well. You know, I think it was Carl Jung that said the fact that science and spirituality are deemed different does a disservice to them both, all right, because they can exist in the same realms. And if you think about quantum mechanics and quantum physics and the stuff we're doing, it's actually proving that the things that we can't see do exist, right? Is, is that not spiritual in its own sense? And I think religion and henceforth then spirituality because I think spirituality most religions at their core were based in some form of spirituality is us trying to explain that why right because the thing is you can doesn't matter what oh, you no, say I don't, I don't know that it is trying to describe the why it, it, I don't it, think that's necess, necessarily what they're about at all For, in terms of the religions and their, their purpose in the past mm. and the origin that they came out of. So where do you think the origin of the Abrahamic religions come from? That part of the world? No, it came from that, right? It's the sun god, man. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I have zero problem with that. I mean, yeah. the, the Abrahamic religion is is half based in that and half based in um, paganism. Yeah. Like it's not a that that sure that whole context that but that's the Okay, this is how I do the difference between spirituality and religion. And new age spirituality is a religion in that context. And what makes it new age? Because it got formed, uh, I can't remember the name, Edgar Casey, I think is Yeah, name. yeah, okay. Oh, oh, you're going to go that way. Okay, no, yeah, well, that, That's yeah. where it started from. That's where all mm. new age spirituality started from him and then morphed into some bastard child that it's become today. But wasn't it, wasn't it um, a lot of the basis of new age spirituality based in practicing older belief systems prior exactly. to the Bible. That's, that's so exactly the, what the, I went through the whole process yeah, of. It's not new age then, isn't it? It's, no, it's no, going no, back no, no, to no. But the conglomeration yes. of, of the, the parts they've cherry-picked yeah. makes it new age. Okay. Exactly. Because if you, were to so it's do own, if you were to only do paganism, which existed pre-biblical, mm. What section of paganism are you doing? Yeah, how what far part are of the go? world? Are you because the goat? because you well, everything do? was paganism if it wasn't Christianity. Mm. You know what I mean? Like paganism was just a term mm. for for the for those. It was a blanket term for yeah. everything. So I feel it's part of the human condition yeah, that the- we created belief structures mm. because we liked them. Well, I think we're all victims of when the the Catholic Church pulled on the jackboot of the Roman Empire. Like that is the that's the echoes of of what we're still dealing with today, in reality. Definitely, and and sort of to to move along the the like the ob, to me the obvious progression is just um, so moving from sort of spoken tradition um, paganism. So either from like um, 
like pre-written history. Um, so we're talking like Aboriginal culture, um, South American, indigenous cultures. indigenous cultures, hunter-gatherers who don't write things down, who pass things on verbally, mm. are a simplified version of Catholicism. It's just Catholicism um, is a very complex idea that was able to be, because it started to be written down, mm. things can get added to it mm. and it can be made more and more and more and more complex. Mm. So when we talk, it's it, what what our delve into the history has, has sort of, um, into ancient history has kind of showed me is that, like you were saying about um, the sun god Ra. Well, the same stories existed in in ancient Samaria mm-hmm. as exactly, well. Yeah. well sim- similar stories, but they were similar and then they build on top of mm. it. And then the next religion goes the same as the sa- <laughs> the same as um, New Age spiritualism, cherry picks what they liked out of the ones that come before it mm. and then they add their own things to be now, to mm. be modern with mm. that time. Mm. And when you were when you were sun worshiping Egyptians, how many um, religions did you have to pick from that were before you, mm. that came before you chronologically, in comparison to Edgar Casey starting um, uh, New Age spirituality? Mm. How many religions predated him that he was able to pick from, mm. and those who jumped on board were able to pick from as well? You know what I mean? Like mm. the, well, it's like the it's iterations been multiplied. of the Bible, right? Mm. I mean, that's the the original Bible was in Hebrew, and Hebrew in Hebrew letters actually meant numbers. Yep. So the first interpretation of the Bible was it even correct? Was it actually a math book? It could have been because letters meant numbers, and numbers meant letters, and it yep. was only. And I think one of the things that we've been exploring lately is that it doesn't matter anything that is written down or anything that is spoken, anything that is read. Every single time that is then communicated to something else, that is your interpretation of it or that person's interpretation of it. So where is the originality of it, right? And I suppose, like I said in the in the messenger thing, it's like at a very simple level, religion is crowd control, spirituality is individual. Mm. Right? If you if you feel it at an essence point, is not most the basis of most religions just trying to figure out what happens when you die? Mm-mm. No, okay. I think... So this is how I would do religion and spirituality. Is... Spirituality is, for me... This is... I simplify it this much. It's the... Can you just clarify, is this spirituality or new age spirituality? This is... This is none because... Yeah. yeah. This, this is spirituality as you see it. Yeah. Yeah. In its... This is what it is to me, is that it's spirituality is your experience of spirit, period. Meaning it's your direct connection to your spirit and to God collectively. If you, For me, when I was describing what I did before, consciousness, God is the same thing unified together. So, in the way that all of the atoms are interconnected together and interacting together and inside them is a type or degree of consciousness, there is a unified connectedness between that which is 
the totality of the universe in its wholeness. And so, that for me yeah. is God. When I'm talking about spirituality, I mean when you tap into that internal realm and you're connected to the sense of that, you're in connection with God, the feeling of that state, which people often use descriptions like it's bliss, it's... Um, Universal it's love. That universal sort of love. That, those sorts of descriptions where they're trying to get at it. Anyone that describes it too much has lost the point, in my view. Mm. Because it's the un, it's the unspeakable, it's the undescribable thing. Language that, is very brutal to describe right, so something so... It's the ultimate yeah. abstraction is what that feeling is. And the moment you try and... Br- the purpose of language is to abstract out action sequences into a level of complexity so that you can communicate what action sequence you want to do. The problem is you don't action God. You embody it and sit in it. And that's it. It's an experience and it's a state of being that you can get to. That's the end of spirituality there. Hmm. Everything after that is... Propaganda. Yeah. Are you, you're a, you're a big banger. As yeah, in sure. Like, I'm fine yeah, with big bang. Yeah. So basically, let's see if see if this sits with you. Would you say God could be seeming as though, um, let's say, seeming as though there was a big bang, and the big bang was a singularity, mm-hmm. and that contained every atom that exists in this universe as we know it. In one. In one. Wouldn't that then say that every atom in this universe is entangled in a old, weak form? Hence, constant dance. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. Take weak out of the equation. So, every, every atom, like we've observed quantum entanglement, every atom is entangled. In a, in a way with every other atom yeah. in the universe, mm. and when you can fathom that, mm-hmm. that is the that is God, God. Mm. Yeah, no, that's how I do God. Yep, is it's that simple and it's that complex. It's yep. literally it's it's everything. All, just like the outside world exists, all for me, all inside worlds exist simultaneously and interact together. So and the, that's that. That's that entanglement concept layered into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, then, then how do you quantify from a, I suppose, a mental level, a mind level? How do you quantify the spiritual experiences that you've had? Is that just another manifestation of that atom level? And then the second question I've got is, what is spirit or ether? Right. So we're constantly talking about this atom bouncing around inside this space. What's the space between the spaces? Is that just another part of the contrast? Because, you know, that's like the, the dark matter or, you know, the space between spaces that holds us apart. The, the, I, I don't think there is a space. There's no particular space. So. I, don't, I, I personally don't think there is a space between the atoms. But what's it to, bouncing around in? No, the atom doesn't bounce around. The atom's staying around still. Around the nucleus. The, okay, so the way I see what's it, it is... What's it spinning in? So, so what I see it as is two two atoms are sitting next to each other, and then around them is a, is a cloud of electrons 
that are interacting with one another and that boundary is the connectivity. That's that's it. the positive and negative charges actually are for, forming things together. So there is no space in between them. They are connected to one another sort of mm. thing. So there's no... You, the okay. sa- the yeah, same look, way I, as, I can accept that perspective. I... I the, there's no the, space. The, the be- math no. suggests that there is space between spaces. No, but because the, the Big Bang but, only exists in the math to make the math work. Yeah, right? I'm, and I'm only suggesting that if an electron can be in two places at the same time, or three, or five, or ten, what's to say it's not everywhere at once? Hence, there's no space around. So we've we sometimes we get stuck on the the orbiting idea, the diagram that was mm. drawn, mm. right? And we've, yeah, but it's not. It's boom, boom. No, yeah, and no, we've moved, and we've yeah, moved we've beyond that. We've just taken a that. photo of it and it's in one place and, at one yeah, time. And it's constantly moving. Yeah. Exactly, and we've yeah. moved beyond that. Yeah. So even though we've been able to quantify that a a uh, hydrogen atom consists of like two um, electrons and a nucleus, mm. the f- what's that's the two electrons in, in opposing positions, let's just say, mm. just happens to be... A snapshot in a of of one section of time. Um, what's to say everything's not in the same place at at once? So so the idea that there's a, a nucleus and then two electrons, and you think that the rest of this is space. It's like no no, that's all that's electron around. So mm. it's all one thing. There's no there. That's what that's why there is no space. Is because it's, it's we, all in the same place at the same time. Yeah, but if we can I accept guess. that. In our observable space, mm. there is space between spaces. That's what the math suggests. No, but where is it? That's what I'm saying. Like, like there is no space because all of the electron, the two electrons are, in, are everywhere at once. Mm. So where, if if they're everywhere, where is the space? That's what I'm. That's what yeah, I'm trying look, to get okay. at. You know? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'd, but even so, like, what is the concern with the space? Is that not? So to bring it back, so to what's a, there? What's there? Yeah, is there a there? I there? don't think that matters particularly. Okay, so where? So where does the is is the this to bring it to spirituality and our belief systems and what makes us spiritual and all those sorts of things? Hmm. Where does that come from? Is that just electrical impulses? No, no, no. So the so there's a difference between our experience of spirit or God and the religion. Mm. Reli- religion is predominantly a... It's propaganda. No, no, no. No, I disagree with that. It's predominantly an operating system of simplicity, which is roughly what you were pointing out yeah. before. It, and it was entirely... Now, just like language was much more simple 5,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 100 years ago, the level of... A really fascinating one, I think we've talked about this before, but is the the change of IQ over the past hundred years. Yeah, we did talk about And they have yeah. to con- <clears throat> continually adjust. Uh, continually move it because yeah. mm. what what's happened is we've gone from animal to very complex creature. And it's been an exponential increase. And what's happened is our ability to abstract out reality has increased exponentially and it's going at a rapid, rapid pace right now where 
the level of information, which is basically Infinite. is no, no, no. The the information that was stored in the average person's mind was about a Courier Mail newspaper in size. Mm. I've read yep. over eight hundred books, so my capacity, my abstract capacity is super, super high compared to someone back then where literally, you know, at the start of the 19th century, they couldn't even contemplate what we're contemplating, which was what mm. you were pointing out before. Mm. Now, religion, in my view, was one part of how do we interact with the world and it was a steady build-up of the complexity of our interaction with the world well, that, and how that's... to make sense of and language meaning to then know how to act differently in the world isn't that what i said before though that the religion the basis of religion in some ways was trying to explain the why to a point where we a little bit what i I think it's simplifying it i think you are right Mm. at a certain period of time Mm. I think it's trying to give meaning. I mean, that's exactly I think, what you just said. Right? Yeah, it's I think giving meaning. In, in it's trying to give us action sequences and how to live in the world with yeah. the purpose of religion. And yeah. I, but I, I think religion has been different things at different times, depending yes. on what was required. Absolutely, I, I 100% agree that at some point religion was crowd control. Mm. I agree, but I don't think it was always, and nor was it designed to be. And that, that's and that's and my I question think it, is I think that most was, religions based in spirituality. So the original was, idea was I, a pure intent to try and explain that no, why. No, I think no, it's not to explain the why. It's I I don't think it's it, I don't think religion has ever been to get an explanation. Mm. I feel like religion has always just been a diary, collecting experiences and writing them down, mm. so as you can then, so as then the next generation can start from. A base point, and then you collect ideas yeah, and you yeah, move which would, on, which and would lend to this, which, which would lend to what we spoke about before, with the fact that a lot of indigenous religions have very similar stories, and this is like part of the other research that we did is like the Great Flood. These bits and pieces, these biblical stories or these um, spiritual religious stories, maybe they're not story. Maybe they are fact wrapped in myth, wrapped in story. Mm. Right, because of the things that have happened to this planet well, st- previous to yeah. the last civilization. I, I think it's all of that. I mm. think I think in history what religion was was exactly what I was explaining before as in a diary to move knowledge along. Mm. Whether that knowledge be physical things that happened and you got to think um, if you look at indigenous cultures um, the best way to teach a lesson is through a story. You know, mm. you put a moral to a story because people can remember characters, the way characters interact, so it's easier to tell that story. Yeah. Um, even if the the meaning is lost, mm. like the re- even if the reason you're telling that story is lost, the story, if it's entertaining, the continues. Character. And then someone can, at some point, can can analyse the story and be like, Hey, if you think about it like this, that means this, and it's like, well, that's the yeah, it does. If you think right. about it so, in that well, way, well, that's the that's the big bad wolf. That's the little red riding yeah, Don't exactly. go into the forest because the big bad. That's wolf. exactly what it is. There's the you know the ring a ring a rosy pocket full of posies yep. a tissue tissue we all fall down. That's, that's the exactly black right. plague. Yep, you know that that exactly. is that is carrying on. That was the, that's um, spoken spoken that's word tradition. Spoken yeah. word tradition S- through story. But that's exactly what you would expect because if you just strip it back to its simplicity. 
the purpose of language is to deal with communicating action sequences. Yep. That's all it's for. Yeah. It's it's better than point here. It's let's go over there and get this. Mm. And then once you build the complexity into that, you build a story of I went to here and then to there. And next time you go from here to there, be careful of this area because snake. Yeah. And so you build in sequ- you build in stories and action sequences to better protect future and so you like you're saying you build a diary of these experiences that you communicate that then teach people how to operate better in the world and then you're just building complexity up out of that and that's all that it, that's all that religions have ever been as far as I'm concerned is meta programs for for groups to act in a certain manner act in a certain act in uh, what's the word? in cooperation with each yeah. other so that we're all operating under the same story mm. yep. so that we move together and that's yep. the whole purpose of it and part of the fragment fragmentation of the world at the moment is there's too many stories and there's too much fragmentation of primary operating well i program. think at last count it's like over five thousand different gods are worshipped on this planet at once at the same time if you were mm. to if you were to register Every different and, and if you, variation. Yep. And if you look at all but of those... But only yours is right. Most of those, most of those share... He needs your money. Yeah, but most of those share 90% of their, their belief structures. Exactly, yeah. It's exactly yeah. the it's same. It's only the 10% it's, 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 that yeah. change that, yeah. that make a sect or make a different version of things. And it's so minuscule, the fucking differences. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think where I got to with religion in my research is that it, it began to drive me crazy. Because, began, began to drive me crazy because of the fact that it's all the fucking same mm. and that people are so blinded by their faith or their belief systems or their, their no, need to okay. be as part of a tribe, yep. right, and, and and need to have that, that cooperation with each other and have that identity in that tribe that they can't see past the fact that it's all the fucking same apart from not very much. You know, the golden rule is the golden rule. The, you know what I mean? There's, 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 what was that question I put in here that I said? Uh... I want to tag onto this. Why I think everyone needs a religion and people shouldn't question theirs. Yeah. Okay. Because that's actually to do with that. Yeah. That very point. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's built on that? There's a reason that that's a serious fucking risk, because you're literally. I don't recommend the process I've gone through in terms of pulling everything apart to the degree that I have. Hmm. The the degree. Nor, nor is it. Necessary, necessary for everyone absolutely yeah. not no yeah. no and the reason i don't think it is is because a lot of the, for huge portions of the time it actually sent me crazy hmm. and it the when your whole world is rocked like i was talking about after hmm. i seriously questioned the religions and i was in that place of just shatteredness what happens is you end up in a place where you can't action anything anymore and that's seriously risky for most people if not everyone. So these structures are in place to give, well, we, we go back to there, if there is no inherent meaning, these structures, these religions are in place to give meaning to the no inherent meaning. And that's No, no, why. no. They're in place to give action sequences for all people that have them. They're, they're seriously important. So while I say this is, and this is the challenge, is the paradox is, there is no inherent meaning and our entire lives are based out of the meaning we attribute to everything we do. So, we live from that place and we have to 
because it's 100% necessary and question it at your own peril, as in pull down the structure at mm. your own peril because what's left when you have no structure is chaos. And that's super, super risky to be in that state of chaos unless you have a very, very good support network around you well, and capacity to move and, forward. And from globally, that. globally, if if we were to all enter a state of chaos simultaneously... Which we're roughly... We are, we're, we're bordering heading, on. We're heading yeah. towards, yeah. I guess the scary part from what we've been talking about to put it all, put, to put it all together would be if we were to, to enter a, a state of chaos simultaneously, it, it reduces our complexity mm. and it puts us at risk. It, it ceases our ability to plan for the future and it puts us at risk at being another animal yeah, bringing us and, back to our base and instincts. animals go extinct humans adapt and overcome mm. you know what i mean like but is okay so to bring it to a to a modern standpoint because this is part of the reason i wanted to talk about this because aren't we as a global society if we do not have a because we are at that point right where we are at that point where we're going to descend into a chaos that we don't quite understand but is that chaos necessary? Is that contrast necessary? Because yes, I agree with you that some form of religion or belief system is is good. And you're right. The things that we're talking about tonight, this shit has kept me up at night for fucking years on end. You know what I mean? I'll be up at four o'clock in the morning contemplating the fact that there's nothing and nothing means anything. And you know what I mean? Like these questions mm. that we talked about is, it, it, it fucks with my head, mm, right? However, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. Like it's 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 terrible. I know. It, however, <laughs> is it is it if we are to move forward globally as a species of human, mm. do we not have to enter into that chaos as a species to try and find our way out of it? Because if we continue happen. down the path, we're gonna. We're going to kill us. Like something terrible is going. To, we're going to do something either terrible to each other again, and I think that is that's on the cards, or something terrible is going to happen. We must have that contrast. We kept you know coming back to the push pull, the dark, the light. Obviously, what we're doing at the moment doesn't fucking work on a on a global scale. We are we are the the, the it works pretty good. The problem is that there's excess. Yeah, but it, but then there's no need for excess, right? I think, you know... You, yeah, you, there is. But, but all species do this. Like if you watch... Um, it's really fascinating to watch cell growth within a Petri dish. And what happens when there's not enough food is the populations contract. And mm. then when there's enough food, they, they expand. They expand. And if you put heaps in, they expand massively until they're overwhelmed. And mm. then you take all the food away and then they just contract again. Mm. And the reality is that where... I have very little concern for the state of the earth simply for the fact that if we push it too far it'll recycle us it'll recycle us and just put us back into the ground mm. and there'll be less of us and then eventually it'll float back up from there mm. so mm. whatever mm. like the reality is we are going to go through these ebbs and flows of chaos and order mm. And we're going to go through these periods where people will probably die off at some point mm. because we've really hit huge numbers. And I don't believe in people's capacity to unify around one or even just several dominant 
approaches to operating in the world. I just don't think that people have that capacity anymore because there's too much complexity bred in right now. Up until about probably 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. When before the advent of the internet, really. Probably, but just before that, mm, because yeah. once knowledge proliferated at the speed that it has in the mm. last 10 to 15 years, the people just didn't have that many options. Mm. Now what you've got, it, and you know what it's like when you go into the store and there's two things that you can pick from, A or B, and you pick A or B, and then you walk out and you're a happy yeah. kid. And yeah. what we've got now is A through to... A. A, A B dash. times ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the the world's some, somewhat suffering 10, from yeah. option paralysis. Exactly. Mm. And it's that's got, yeah. That's a serious well, problem at the moment. And that's what I'm saying, right? So we're reaching this point and obviously we're experiencing a very interesting year, an unprecedented year. As I've said a few times lately on the podcast, where you know, this time will be reviewed by people in a hundred years' time, right? We are currently in what they would call a prophetic time. What we do now will actually echo through eternity. And if we can't... So there's two types of chaos, right? There's the chaos that is the infinite... And it is almost infinite amount of knowledge that we have at, in that screen over there. Like, mm. there's literally mm. the answer to anything you want. And that is... No, because Google fucking restricts you. And <laughs> when you do searches and you want to, like, search certain things, it only gives you its answers. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, well, yeah. it's got some fucking... No, the, the algorithm, isn't, isn't it isn't it funny how like looking at at thinking about populations exploding and contracting mm. how knowledge has exploded and contracted yeah, yeah. because Google's restricting it's it's yeah, being it is, restricted yeah. it's like yeah. no you guys knew to you had access to too much we need mm. to pull you back mm. because we feel we have the, the best right way idea. forward right. and so i've experienced religious- that right when i try and search for something I, that's happened to me in the like the last year and a half where mm. i've looked down at an article and like oh i want to dig back into that and trying it's to gone. find some of that but stuff it's think, gone but don't you think that um when Martin Luther translated the, um, the Roman Catholic Bible, Bible. from yeah. Latin, yeah. don't you think that uh, the, again, the his priest interpretation of it the too? Pri- it's, it's yeah, a, but not that's concept. not that's not doesn't no, matter. No, 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 what no. I'm saying is, for a long time, the Roman Catholic Church were the controllers of the information. Absolutely, they yeah. had it. They purposely only left it in Latin mm. because only the priests fucking understood it, yeah. Latin. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that was their control method. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's funny to see and funny to extrapolate. So we had all this information, and now Google are contracting back the mm. information through censor- through censorship, yeah. and then you get the likes of of the the modern day Martin Luther, like a um. The Australian guy, WikiLeaks, locked up. Yeah, yeah. Who's been leaking? Julian Assange. Julian yeah. Assange, who's yeah. been leaking shit. He's like a a, a prototype, a proto Martin Luther. So, mm. so you're only you're seeing the control and the restriction come down now. Well, actually, no. He's probably he's probably a Martin Luther in a different area. So mm. he was more so exposing government secrets. See, this is the, also the other part of the problem is we have multiple fronts, all at multiple fucking Absolutely. times that Absolutely. we're aware of. Yeah. Mm. So you've got. Government secrets. You've then got Google censorship. Yeah. It's similar. They're similar. It's, it's occulting certain information. It's it's retracting it so, back from the general populace. So are, so, they, are they not bringing us back to our religious tendencies? Is that not what they're no, trying I, to do? No, I think... It's so a I level of control. I genuinely think that we still all need a meta program to operate from. And right now, what I'm watching is in the 
with the death of the church and and past religions, we now have the need for it bubbling up. So we've got a social flux. justice warriorism. We've got um, identity politics. We've got people are tribing up left, right, and center in their belief systems and structures and then trying they're to... They're scrambling, trying to find identity. They're trying to find identity and yeah. trying to find a meta program to operate out mm-hmm. of. And a lot of them have latched heavily... Most of the ones that latch heavily have latched heavily onto the puritanical thought. So you've got veganism in there, social justice warriorism, mm. love all unexcusably no matter what except for the people that don't love all and then kill them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love is the answer unless fire. you disagree, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> love is it, exactly. And, and, and technically, that's just a level six type thinking. Yep. So, um, and that type of thinking is, well, it's a necessary byproduct of the rest of this, the consciousness spiral. Mm. So, last time you were saying that we were sitting at a level five, like globally, were we were we entering into a okay, five so, or something? So, the, yeah. So, let's just, I will touch on this again. Um, so, when we're you said... Bef- to, we're going to have to wrap it up soon, boys. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm that's heading all right. into I just wanted 21 to, hours. I just, the only reason I bring it up is because awake. thinking about it, if if you was... Were, were we orbiting somewhere around a level five civilization so we're predominantly a four five four predominantly four five and then you're getting you just said but we're also six is very heavily in because we've got so much money and it's a transitionary thing you know like there's there's sections of six pulsing in and out of the four five circulation because like you say because the because the world is globally entering so much money you have so many you have so many large a large population of china Mm. and a large population of india Mm. their middle class has skyrocketed in Mm. their in their standard of living Mm. sort of thing so that would then then escalate us even if we just just work with um with western society yep western society is ridiculously wealthy now because of the five yep system which is 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 results based winner take all it's winner well it's winner take all but it's also achievement mm. like it's predominantly achievement that's its number one thing and it wants to see if i do x y and z d is produced yeah and, and when it, is that where the that, infinite profit model comes from which is um yeah a little bit to do with that yeah um so and what happens is that system generates was the industrial revolution which generated so much food and wealth for the world and it's now generated so much actual wealth in terms of money as well so not just capacity to feed ourselves and house ourselves but then to buy more and luxuries. to live in luxury yes and, which then and, allows us to contemplate the things we've contemplated tonight the only reason it allows more people to com- contemplate yeah. yeah so it allows yeah. for the six type thinking edgar casey was pretty much the first major six type thinker which is um it, it level five is a is a self-oriented system and level six is a group others oriented mm. system and mm. what happens when you move into the group others oriented system is it becomes all about the group and caring about the group and connections and <laughs> that sort of language do you yep. see a place anywhere in the future from your perspective where we could be one group or do we always have to be fractured? No, there's no way that that's possible. And who would want that? If we had... But is that not the way forward to, Mm -mm. you know, the Star Trek universe? No, God, no. I do not want 
oneness at all. As in everyone operating as a six? Is that what we're talking about? Like, no, we're just everyone operating as anything. Like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah no, no. But so, like getting... I'm just using six as a level yeah. where we... If, we if everyone okay, was at the, six, the, would we be fixed? Okay, the first people yeah. at six, let's just hold at six for a moment. Let the fives catch up. Yeah, everyone let, you know, let, six. let India yep. and China and Africa all just let's all operate let's at all the same the level of wealth and mm. stuff yep. like that. Is that what? Sorry, is that what you were asking? Oh, I, I don't care which level it's at. No, I'm no, just, no, yeah, and that's not yeah, important. That's not important. I'm just using six yeah, as an example. Yeah. I, I suppose you can't. So that's just a simple answer. Because there, there always has to be contrast. Is that no? Always- because you literally, it's first, it's phase oriented. So when you're born, you're in survival. Then level two is familiar family oriented and then level three is the first time you bust out and get your independence and your aggression kicks in because you're a testosterone driven teenager trying to work out who you are in relationship to yourself that's not your family and then level four is when you start putting restrictions on that that aggression and self-identity and start focusing on long-term goals and you need to build all of these psychological systems in Mm. as you go and then, so you need discipline is a level four word. And then level five is goal-oriented and production-based. And then level six is people-oriented and connections. And so you need mm-hmm. to build that. And so you're always going to have people cycling through it mm. and countries cycling through it as they're working through their evolution mm. as as a country. So you can't get away. You could never just pull everyone up to that because... The level of it has mm. to be a ground it's, up. It has to be. Thing. It can't you, you be a need, top down. You, you, you have to earn it. You have to earn, you have to earn it. You can't be given it. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and sixes want to give it, and this is actually where the problem. Yeah. A lot of problems come yep. in because yep. sixes want to take the money made from the five and then give it to, to f- all of the threes around yep. the world, all of the countries that are still at three and are poor and are struggling with survival and stuff like that. But then they create dependency. Yeah, mm. and then which the- is why since I think the first live aid we've injected twenty five trillion dollars into Africa and it's still it's broke it's, because yeah. Mm, because yeah it's broke because mm. the problem is it needs to be a you need to build from the ground up mm. and there's no way top down and you were saying before if Edgar Casey is is kind of the first um, six recorded version of a six thinker. Because so, obviously he he wrote things down. But you would obviously think like there a, would have been a Da Vinci, a Galileo. Probably, these absolutely. guys are expanding the ideas. They would be. Oh, they were very five. They were amazingly five and beautifully five. Like the reason they were so phenomenal is because they were the the first. They were pushing the pushing very the, much pushing blow out of the five, yeah. which was like it's like it popped into experience through all yeah. of these guys. That's yeah. good because this is where I was heading with with the, the sixth thing that I was going to. So if if he was the, if Edgar Casey was the first to sort of record six like thinking, yep. and then from there we now have an explosion out into the general populace mm. of of six like thinking, yep. but. But we we don't have six like thinking leaders. We have mm. six like thinking general populace. So we're in a very juvenile stage no, no. <laughs> in those areas of six like thinking. Hence, hence so why, where, 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 why we're where trying would you to put the? I mean, because that's another conversation we've had about the narcissists. So the fact that six percent of people are narcissistic psychopaths, right? And they're the ones How much? that. About six percent. They're narcissistic, non-empathetic. Like there's that there's that range. I didn't realize I was in that many people. 
Yeah. You thought you were more individual? I thought I was more individual than <laughs> I thought I was a lower number. No, it's about 6%, Seven. right? It's too many. I that, need to find a new category. Yeah, yeah. A rarer but, one. But yeah, yeah, I need to. I mean, not as much as a unicorn <laughs> yeah. as I thought. But that those set of personalities in a five existence excel, right? Because they will they will, they will step on whoever they need yeah, to yeah. step on. Yeah, so one on of the problems Yeah, one of the things with five thinking is you get situational ethics. Mm. So which basically, our, or, uh, basically if it works for me I will do it. So yep. yeah, so our world leaders and the leadership that we rely on to drive us forward is quite willing to kill us to for oh, their no, own no. material. Well, world leaders are solidly government, the word government is as for a word as you can possibly yeah, so lay that's, down. That's, yeah. So how okay then, all right. So if we can't so then how would a um say a modern country, let's let's choose Australia, right? Mm-hmm. You know, threes and fours, I would say, are our governmental leaders, right? How do we... No, four fives. They're four fives. So how do we make them five sixes or six sevens? I mean, because then that would drag the country forward. You know what I mean? Like, I suppose I see I see an implosion on the horizon of gargantuan proportions, that, right? That, and that, is, that, to me, is the problem with, with juvenile six-like thinking okay, is so. they want to make people think it when it has to be earned. Mm. It's a grind. It's a yeah. slow grind. Where but you, we've given them the power over all of us. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. yeah. So, here's the, here's the problem. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Here's the problem with it is, one, there's no such thing as ju- juvenile six thinking. Yep. Sixes are... Yeah, sorry to hijack your, your no, no, thing no. that you know about and I'm just creating this. <laughs> no, no, because you're, you're fairly close with it. You've like got your own narrative, yeah. The, the, the problem is that six is actually, it's not juvenile. It's it's that it's not results oriented. Yep. And they actually just don't produce anything. Right. Because they're, so all of the levels come as an abject reaction to the previous level. So whatever the the points were in the previous level governs the next one. So let's start with four. Oh, I'm remembering now. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so when so, you start yeah. with three, you have that it's it's the three Fs: fight, fighting, and um, feeding. Yep. Hang on, fight, fucking, feeding. That's your predominant thing. It's very aggression based. It's power over. So the four. Hang on, I just want to get yeah. through this so that we can make sense of what I've just said. Yep. Um, the four is an comes out of that because it goes, we can't have it being the biggest, baddest, toughest. We need to have might is right, not, sorry, right might for right, not might is right. Yeah. Yep. Meaning it mm. needs to be that we use the power of the collective group to, do to look, to do good and not just have the strongest controlling. Now, mm-hmm. what happens in that system, because it's a necessary control system to dampen down the aggression of the natural animal that we are. Yeah. And, and that's what government is. And it's what most of the Abrahamic religions are, as well mm. as the... Um, What's the other big ones? Uh, Muslim. Sorry, the Muslim one. Well, that's yeah. Abraham. That Islam. Is, that is Islam. I, Islam is yeah. is actually a, is more three four thinking mm. because it's it's, a, it's, it's more a, violent. It's a violent version of the Abrahamic religion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so what happens they is they take the Old Testament seriously. Mm. The, the mm. government and those religions are very very controlling and necessarily because if you don't get a cap on the aggression, you get people abusing people more readily. Now, what happens there is they go, oh, this is so painful and 
restricting myself like this is is horrid i want to get results now and so it bursts out into that and then you get the individuality comes back in and it's about me and it's about achievement and it's about breaking free of all of the things Mm -hmm. what comes out of modern western society pretty very much much. yeah 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 Yeah, especially america was like the mega explosion of that which is why it was so yeah it was so it was like that's the whole persona of america Mm. almost is level five type thinking and that's Mm. that's it it's 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 extreme then what happens is they realize that it's not about my goals and it's not about results and it's not about achievement it's about people and connecting and so the system of thought is don't do that connect in and love people Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. care about people and look after people and and this sort of thing because they're living off the laurels of the five yeah so is this so tonight's discussion right i mean we've been going for it's got to be nearly three hours, three hours yeah. now right standard um so we've been having majority of the time like a level six type discussion five six five six i basically most of my thought is based in five in terms of five seven thinking because i think predominantly in systems but is that so you know so we talk about sixes you know five six seven whichever we've been sort of going up and down i think with different thought processes and and questions that we're asking each other and is our is the advent of modern technology and all the the comforts that we've given ourselves because we're in doing five six seven thinking but we're actually producing something at the same time. So we're using our comfort to try and move the narrative and the group forward. Mm-hmm. Is that not sixes producing something or is that sixes using sixes five? Sixes don't produce anything. They're fucking useless. The, the <laughs> but isn't <laughs> no, that... No, no, no. Okay, so let yeah, me just clarify no, 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 that. No, no, yeah. <laughs> sixes don't produce anything except good experiences in the moment together in groups. Okay. And that's absolutely necessary. But isn't, that what, what, is. isn't that what we're doing... But we're using this good experience. I oh, know because this could just be a five conversation. You could easily just label this a five conversation. Mm. Very much okay. Because we're literally talking, we're literally talking about systems, results, and how things are structured, and the scientific process, and how. But he's not me continually going. Why trying to bump it up the chain? But but no, yeah. you're also trying to lock yourself into one thing at all oh, the no, time. Oh no, no. No, no, no. I'm yeah. saying you're trying to label it as a six when there's nothing to there's nothing to say. Six is, is experiential. Yeah. With but, group. but like I can be a six today and a five yesterday. It could be a three depending tomorrow. on how I'm acting. Yeah. I use this right. as an example. For me, my six expression is when I'm either doing group work or I'm dancing. So yep. when I go out social dancing, right. that's six for me because you're acting as a as a as a collective. As a con- we're a, a collective. We are connecting in with each other. It's about dance, music, yep. and sharing with each other and bonding through yep. that. Mm. So for me, that's six energy and absolutely necessary. This is why I say I fucking love it. I love the things that come out of six are the good vibes and the connections with people, and it's necessary because it makes you humanize after the very um, the, the very uh, dead world that the scientific realm generates, which is five type thinking. Yeah. Because when you're just in goal orientation and results, and you become callous to the world around you, and it's an it's a it's yeah. an individual rep, um, internal dialogue and existence. Well, boys, 
I think the thing is, is that after two years and three months or whatever it is, we haven't sat down and had a conversation. We've just laid down three hours and given the right amount of caffeine and certain additives, we could still be here at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We've got to try and draw a line somewhere. Yes, Talk right about there. the... Yeah, the <laughs> line is here. So, look, I think, you know, there's a few things we need to put a pin in. Look, I think we, we danced around the spiral dynamics... Um, there is a podcast dedicated to that back in the day, so look in the back catalogue, and I think you go into that in a bit more detail. I would like to come back around on that and actually really use use the last two years' experience that we've all had mm-hmm. and see how much we can apply that. Yeah, I yeah. would like to put a pin in the PH360 stuff. Absolutely. I'm curious about yep, that from a personal point of view. Um, yeah, boys, like that was fun. Like, no, you know what good. I mean? That was good. Like, it was a good discussion. It was man. a really good I discussion. Like and, you know, I think. Thanks for coming in, man, because, yeah, yeah you fucking. Yeah, yeah, you missed it. it. Yeah, I definitely man. have missed it. I <laughs> fucking <laughs> love this. Like, yeah. this is literally what I live for yeah. is sharing ideas, generating just more broader concepts around yeah. anything. Yeah. 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 So, just like. Boys, let's wrap it. Yeah, um, thank grateful. you, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super grateful as well. Yeah. I think it was very cool, and yeah. I, I love, I love, you know, the. I think what I love about the the dynamic we have is that we can have rousing discussions and disagreements, but it it, it means nothing. It's just we just want to ha- promote the conversation, you know. Yeah. And I think that's important. And you know, and disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing at times is fun too. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like just to no, just no, to was, move the conversation that's forward. Discussion. Yeah, that's discussion. Yeah, and yeah. I think um, I, I sincerely hope that you know. And the thing is too, Matty, is that the the audience that you spoke to seventy episodes mm. is grown exponentially it's organically exciting. around the world since then. So we're we, you're taking this this conversation now will reach. 10 times the amount of people that it was awesome. reaching back then. So yeah, um, thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Angus. Thanks, Matt. Let's, Thank you. Uh, any last words, mate? It's been a while. Um, well, that's dangerous for you. We could be here at fucking two o'clock in the yeah. morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and keep it short. Uh, one, I really, really missed this process. Two, I am now locking myself in regardless of your guys' opinion <laughs> to a lot more of these because I've missed them. Bring it on. That's all good, man. And we have, look, I seriously have so many topics that I would love to do on here, mostly because I love sharing ideas. So like, let me say like the um, Spiral Dynamics, PH360, mm. love to do one on male-female dynamics because yeah. relational... I think that's important Relationship too, yeah. coaching and stuff is one mm. of my favorite components. Mm. A full one dedicated to healing and the process of it. Um, just list, like there's literally lists of things that I would love to come and discuss and, and bring up and chuck the ideas out into and, the world and for see people what happens. to do whatever yeah. the hell mm. they want with yeah. them. Yeah. Well, mate, you're man. welcome, man. You're welcome. Mm. Good on you guys. Thanks very much. Appreciate Look after it. yourselves. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Do you want to go again? Let's do it. Yeah. Go again. All right. I know you been here before. No surprises settle the score. I know the darkness deep inside. Reckless rage. I know the pain And I know the fear We do not name 
my time is through I know you I know you Yeah.